I'm just going live. All right. Okay. Oh man, I did a thing again where I went live for the for the audio uh, podcast version, but I'm not it live for YouTube. So say hi to Spotify or whatever. Hi Spotify. Hi Spotify. Spotify. Give us some of Joe Rogan's money, please. Please <laughs> give us just a little bit. I feel like we missed the boat. We missed the boat on that. All right, here we go. Going live on YouTube as well. We're just someone. Someone. In the YouTube comments, they found us out because they're like, they scheduled the live stream to start at 10.05. Um, so they wouldn't be late. But we're still late because it's 10.09. So we're four minutes late to our five minute later start time. So there it is. Plat Chat episode 165. How's it going, everybody? Hey, friends. I'm, I'm awake. Big chilling. Joel's just sending me zip files on Discord yeah, right when we go live. Johnny viruses. I'm sending Johnny viruses. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, dude, I've been having to deal with viruses as well, by the way. Before you get, go on your okay, tangent. Okay, please like, go on, actually. My whole... This is extremely adulthood filled, okay? But, like, my whole thing is, like, I've been having to deal with a lot of tax stuff with my house situation. And my entire... The Dallas County... Uh, zone in Texas, they got they got ransomware. The whole tax, like all Wait, the sorry? all the offices in Dallas County, their whole like tax collection and assessment offices got ransomware, and they that spent sucks. like months trying to be like we can break. Like literally, the video is like we can break these cuffs. It's like you can't break these cuffs, and like they're sitting there like trying to beat the ransomware, and they couldn't. And they eventually, I think they just paid the the ransom to get their systems back. And so like the whole I've been dealing with all this fucking tax shit because of like the whole county assessor's office in Dallas County, Texas got held ransom by a bunch of like 14-year-old like Uzbekistan teenagers. What? Something. <laughs> so I, I, ransomware I, is very what? prevalent. If ransomware Yeah, they they clicked on the wrong statistics zip on ransomware over the last Someone opened the wrong email. It is going crazy because the shit is just people have realized that it's this happens you could put, relate this to literally anything in the fucking world. It's way better to produce than to actually spread when it comes to like viruses and ransomware and shit. The amount of stuff you can just like, you can buy shit for hire now, like viruses and like Redline, uh, which is like a- Joss, what, what are you talking about? How do you know all this? Because like he just sent you ransomware. Because he's about to have an affiliate link of it. And he sent it. Click on the link. It's so sus as well. OBS-multi-rtmp-portable.zip. Just click on it. Just click on it. Execute it. Yeah, you don't have to. Give it admin permissions. It's only a zip. Ransomware.com slash JAWS to get 10% off. No, Johnny, it's an RMTP thing for YouTube. So it takes you two button clicks instead of 17 when you go live on YouTube for Platchat. It's just an extension for OBS. Oh, right. It's just to help you and help Got it. I don't. I don't trust you that much, Jaws. I've I've only seen you like two times in in person. Maybe like five. I don't know. I, I don't keep. <laughs> I don't keep track. Yeah, two times. What are you saying? Well, more like five, maybe. Sorry, two is a bit few. I don't know. COVID got in the way. Anyway, Black Chat episode one sixty five. How's it going, guys? Um, Good. got a bit of a shorter episode on our hands today, but I, I still think it'll be fun because there's a lot going on in the Overwatch community. So, um, you know, it's a cat. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. my cat. They're, she, they are, have a really bad habit of getting in the fucking way. They just can't, I'm just like, I literally try to train them. I'm like, okay, sit on my lap or go over well, but like, no, I'm going to sit directly in front of your screen all the fucking time. <laughs> they refuse to just sit down. Just sit down, please. I do they do that, that all the time or is it only during the podcast? All the time. All the when time. When you're streaming. Honestly, the, the, only the thing the is, is that I'm generally in front of my work PC doing the podcast or streaming. So like, that's when it's most prevalent. So... All right. Yeah. Someone in uh, someone in YouTube chat asked, "Have we done our Valorant preds yet? What what are our preds, Celeste? What are our Valorant preds? 
We're the Valorant Preds were locking. Yeah. I mean, you're in a pretty. You're honestly not in a bad spot. I have to go look Giants at the current good I think so far. Yeah, Giants beat Detonation. Koi lost energy. I mean, it's way too early to tell. I still think my favorites. If you're gonna just based on my previous my my current beliefs is my favorites are gonna be uh, my favorites are probably DRX and NRG for this first event, and I would say that like that's gonna be your potential finalist. So. DRX NRG is my particular take, but I think I would probably take for the very first event DRX. But honestly, NRG looks so good versus Koi. So I don't know. That's my Valorant Preds is like, I'm just going to go with the safe bet because America number one and put NRG. So. Seth, Seth would want me to say DRX, so I'm just going to go with whatever pleases him. That's fair. It has Korea? Yeah. No, no, never mind. I'm not gonna go down the Valorant. We're getting into the Valorant Sorry, section. I was about to watch podcast. Leap into the, the Valorant Yeah, it's all good. We'll talk about Overwatch. All right. It's still the off season, and I mean, given that the format came out uh, for the 2023 season, we still have, you know, almost, I guess, a month plus, two months till the Overwatch League starts. We got the Pro Am starting in a month, and then yeah, technically yeah. we get like a preseason, right? A sort of. We get an actual yeah. preseason. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. We, we What's got, been promised we for years is finally coming around. Yeah. Cool. You know, this is the second shortest off-season as well. Officially, this will be the what second that shortest off-season. crazy when you yeah. say that. Yep. Really? Yep. You're, you're counting the season start from the Pro-Am, right? I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, if you count the Pro... I think if you count the Pro... There was a post about it that actually officially did it. Um, let me Let me find it. But that I was reading, I was like, holy shit, this is the second shortest offseason. There's just no way. That's that crazy. That depressing. Let's see. I'm going to go find it. It like an eternity. Yeah, it's because like every offseason has been like six. Because also you have to remember last season ended so late because it was delayed. So yeah. technically we didn't have like our usual end date. So I think this offseason is going to be like four and a half five months in length while every the next shortest is like three and a half months and then every other off season is like six months what was the longest <laughs> so do you know what, what the longest was uh the months, longest right? was the Surely. i think i want to say it was like the it might have been the it was either last it was the season before like so the off season before season five uh season four so 2020 going into 2021 yeah or the that one the going one? in 2022 it was one of those the one where where say. where Someone spread a rumor that the season was going to start in like December yep. 2022 or something. Um, what year was that? That Stop was that was last. That. So it was that was the, 2022. Going, that was 2021 yeah, going yeah. to 2022. Yeah. Is that the yeah, longest? I'm trying to find the post. Yes, got reported really that, but there were genuinely people behind the scenes who like tried to spread that rumor and like try to yes. try to. It, it was just we've discussed this and have molded about this before, but like that was literally is. made up and then somehow spread everywhere and then to mainstream publication news i'm not yeah. sure if it was because that was a five percent look i'm not sure the stock drop thing is correlated but it did happen on that no no <laughs> but so okay let's start there then because i wanted to dig in a bit on the 2023 format we didn't get to do it last week but we did have that interview because uh sean and matt um but we didn't really get to discuss the format so let's start big picture we can dive into the specific stages and all of the you know mid-season madness and everything all that once but Here's my first question that I have for you guys, as it feels like the Overwatch esports landscape is sort of pivoting. And we've had this conversation before, especially with the recent World Cup announcements. My first question to you guys is, is there enough Overwatch League in the year? 
to justify this entire big league. Because at first glance, I'll give you my thoughts. I was like, okay, we're getting more of the World Cup. People love that. People love the World Cup. It's like one of our best events. People love it. They get really into it, especially, you know, BlizzCon and like the crowd is really into it, representing the countries and all that stuff. Um, we're getting a Pro-Am leading into the Overwatch League. I guess you could say that that's part. That's part of the Overwatch League. So that's cool. Um, but just looking at the Overwatch League as a whole, like the regular season, the stages, the playoffs. I mean, we're going from late April to October. Uh, which is about six months. So the question to, from me to you guys really is, is a six-month season for your flagship tournament really enough to, like, especially justify, like, all the franchise buy-ins and, you know, all the hype going into it? Is, is six months enough for Overwatch League for you guys, or do you like to see more, a longer season this time around? It depends, I think, because a lot of seasons in other games have viewer fatigue, like a lot of viewer fatigue. And I'd rather have a shorter season that is more hype, more impactful, and like more shit going on than I would a longer season just for the sake of it. Because the viewer fatigue goes crazy in like League and it has done for a while. Um, especially when like I was commentating that game, like holy shit, the seasons are so long. So that's like the good side, I guess, of Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch League, having a little bit more of a condensed season, but it always feels exciting um, throughout the year. Obviously, there is fewer fatigue and it does impact it, but I'd argue that less impactful than, than other games. But off-season being this long without content feels fucking terrible. Although this year with Pro-Am and World Cup mixed in with Overwatch League, there is like more going on in Overwatch Esports than there ever has been done before. That's Yeah, that's I guess my question is, like, we haven't seen the World Cup coverage yet. And we've yet to go into the program and like how that looks as well. So we don't know what the future content is going to be, if that's going to be satisfactory. But Overwatch League, I can like rely on for a professional looking great esports product in Overwatch. Yeah. So we'll see with World Cup and Pro-Am. I, I got an answer. I think six months is fine if there's adequate off-season content to sort of tie you over. The issue with this is that there's no off-season content. The season ends and then it's five to six months and then season starts. And in, in that five to six months, it's just complete silence, no esports, nothing. Contenders ends a little bit later, and then contenders stops as well. Um, this year, uh, the World Cup conversation is really important because the World Cup will take, you know, there'll there'll be stuff happening in the middle of the year between the two splits that we have, and then World Cup at the end of the year set on the schedule after October. We have to imagine that's the World Cup finals afterwards. I don't know, BlizzCon is coming so, back, yeah. but curiously, it's taking place around the same time BlizzCon normally would be, and uh, World Cup's got to be on land eventually, so something's happening at the end of the year around November. I don't necessarily think, because to, to Jack's point here, I mean, like, I think viewer fatigue is real as well. And you also, I don't, I don't know what the team's thoughts are on, because the, the teams, how quickly do they want to move? Do they want to be a little bit more rushed in rosters, contracts, whatever? I, I don't really know from the team side or their preferences. Maybe they prefer it to be more like this. Um, if I assume that, then it's like, okay, six months is okay, but two months before the league starts, I'd like to see a little bit more activation, some more stuff going on, um, some sort of off-season content, maybe some third-party tournaments for teams that actually have their rosters together. Maybe you could have an, an, another pro, I don't know, like something else, so that it's not a six-month off-season, it's more like a four-month 
off season, two months of some off season content, six months of your Overwatch League, and then World Cup. Yeah. So yeah, I've asked you. I don't any thoughts on this or because. Uh, well, I've been fucking frantically searching for that comment that did the analyzation. Ah, here it is. I found it. I finally found it. So, by the way, so here's how the offseason... Yeah, I'll I'll send it to okay. you. Um, so this was done by Excommunicado, someone that also made all the, like, Hoot.gg stonks and stuff. Yeah. They they made all the Hoot.gg website, like, the, the fake market Oh, and such. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll just put it in the Overwatch. Do you want me to just put it in the Overwatch? Is it this yeah, one? Yes. But it's it's in the comments of it. I just sent you the exact comment. But essentially, oh, it's like okay. the season two off season was six months and seventeen days. Season three off season was four months and seven days. Season four off season was six months and four days. The season five off season, oh. so the off season last year was seven months and seven days. How did we and get through season, that? <laughs> and the season six off season will be five months and sixteen days if you exclude the West Pro Am. So that means this is the second shortest offseason in Overwatch League history. By by a pretty decent margin. Like, you know, this is about a month-ish. Uh, a month from the next highest, and then two months from the longest. Yeah. Like, it, lo looking at that seven months, seven days now, it's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even... I can't, I can't remember how we got through that. I, I had, just like, an existential crisis during that offseason. I mean, I should find something to do, but Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> Seven. That's the majority happen? of the year was an offseason. Yeah. What the fuck? Happened? I'm like, is this true? What yeah, what happened is we were waiting for a beta. That's what happened. But it was the beta. Yeah. It was just the beta situation with the game. Like that was when the owner when the group ownership groups oh, and man. the league were fighting about like, do we play on Overwatch the game 1? Wasn't do ready. we play on Overwatch the 2? Why. Like mm. people wanted to play on Overwatch 2, but like the game wasn't ready. So like it was like a whole fucked up mess. Literally a whole fucked up man. mess. Bro, like it was just a the, disaster. Can you guys remember what you did in the seven month off season? I can't yeah, remember. watched Attack on Titan. Oh, uh, I, I was talking about it. I have a normal job, didn't I? I, I was, I um, was, I had jobs. Like, so yeah, well, you got a job, but fuck me, man. I think I was just playing Apex, maybe because the game was an hour, and I didn't want to play Overwatch One. That was awful. Yeah, what a fucking awful time. That I don't was. remember. Yeah. What I, I actually don't remember what I was doing daily. So. I guess the impossible kind of question, I mean, you just review this information here. Um, I, I guess, so, okay, there's two ways to look at this. One is, what is best for the Overwatch esports? What is best for a fan of Overwatch esports? How do you keep a fan engaged with the content that is being produced, uh, with all the tournaments that are being organized? Um, like you said, viewership fatigue, like maybe if Overwatch League was 10 months, the viewer would just be like, well, Overwatch League is what it is, and it's not really, it's, it, you know, it's pretty monotonous and there's not a lot going on. Maybe if you introduce World Cup into that, contenders, focus on collegiate, like more cross-interaction with Pro-Am, maybe that's better for the viewer. But another perspective of this that I find really interesting, and that I probably should ask those people uh, instead of asking us, because we have no idea. <laughs> but I'm curious about, like, if I'm an investor in the Overwatch League, or if I'm a general manager of the Overwatch League, how do I feel about the fact that the Overwatch League only goes on for like six months of the year. And, you know, Pro-Am, let's include the Pro-Am, just, you know, seven months of the year. Um, because the Overwatch League teams are participating in that. Because at the end of the day, Overwatch League is supposed to be like the flagship product of the Overwatch Esports space. It's supposed to be this huge, massive thing. And now, starting to build like stuff around that, I'm just, I'm just curious what you guys think about 
well, is this going to have some kind of like diminishing value on the Overwatch League per se, as more emphasis is put on other products around the Overwatch League? Or do you actually think that there'll be this like exclusive kind of like tournament product where you're like, well, we only get we only get six, seven months of Overwatch League a year. So let's literally like treasure it and it's going to be even more important and even more fun to follow throughout that period. Do you think that do you think that a shorter Overwatch League season is better from like the teams and the product? Or do you think that, well, if you just had 10 months, that would be better for the Overwatch space as a whole in terms of Is this like, short? Is six months short? Because like, isn't traditional sports like NBA in like seven months anyway? I don't know how long. Yeah, NFL but I think that's trash. I mean, that's a separate conversation, but I'm like, there's no, there's no way we should be a traditional sports in that sense. Like we're video games. Like we can fucking play video games every week of the year, you know? And yeah, yeah you want to stuff, but... It just depends on what you're, because like personally, I think the reality is if you don't have, if you're not making content for your game, you're not going to grow. So like, that's the number one problem inherently with a short season, right? A very short season is that if you're not producing content and games, how are you going to grow your esports ecosystem? If you're literally, let's say, for example, like the off season going into, you know, the, you know, the, that the longest one, seven months, if you were offline for seven months, how in the fuck? Are yeah, you going is is your esports ecosystem and then even then your average is six months right six months of the year for an esport is insanity like it's different for games that have been around for the past three hundred years or games that have been around for a thousand years or all of human history right like but like for a game that's existed in a blip of the universe that is Overwatch like how are you going to even grow yourself against all these competing products if you're not online dare more it's the same issue that content creators in general have like you have to be putting a lot of stuff out into the airways. And it doesn't, I don't, I, I kind of I agree with Avril's point. I don't think that league itself has to run for more than six months, but I do think there has to be more com competition yep. occurring for more than six months. Like you can just literally just steal the Valorant system and be like, okay, like we'll have six months of Overwatch League. Like, so six months of like their VCT and then the other three months of the year or so, like, so they have like a two to three month off season. And then the other three months or so are filled with third party competitions and tournaments. And like they're using their, trying to get as many partner teams and like teams that so in this case overwatch league teams as possible to compete along with working with influencers and content creators to build like fun interesting events that even if they're not as serious they're still like pro they're still debuting pro players and building their personalities and like because that's the thing is the product as a whole it's not just about like i'm i don't give a shit what some crusty like i only care about competition person says at the end of the day competitive esports products are built around the content you know, there are going to be people that only care about, like, I only want to watch the purest form of the game. I want it distilled for 18 hours and then put the, the pure competitive spirit into my veins. It's like, yeah, that's great, but that's not what gets you your views. And, like, you need to be putting a lot of variety of products that are com that competition-based into the system. And that doesn't mean, so that means we don't have to have the Overwatch League for six months of the, for 10 months, right? We can have six months of Overwatch League. We can have three months of third-party tournaments and content creator tournaments with pro players, like, and like pug teams like there's a lot of different angles that we can approach this from but the end result is no matter what the, there literally has to be more competitive overwatch if you want the the esport to grow that's like the only that's the baseline that's literally the baseline you have to do that so all right let's start like they're attempting to do on. that with pro-am no that's it i was going to say they're attempting to do that with pro-am right i think that's the idea or what it seems to be because if we didn't have the pro-am we'd be starting hella fucking late so with Pro-Am, at least, they've extended the season in a way or, like, extended the content, at least for... That's a good first step, but yeah, I, I yeah, do agree with that. That's a great first step. Can I add another way to, like, measure this is actually not in the, the literal length of, like, time, but 
in how many matches teams get to play. So what is the length of season based on matches played? We can agree that 40 is too long. 16 seems to be the minimum. You really can't go below 16 at the moment. Um, I think a sweet spot is like 20. What we had last year felt pretty good to me in, in around 20. Um, and that is another Sean way to look at season length. In the interview we did last week, yeah. So it'll be about between 16 right. and 20. Oh, is it 20 again? 16. Why do I, why 20, do I, I think, think 16? It might, it, yeah, it might be 16. Okay. But it's about the same this year, I think they said, yeah. Yeah, and I think 20, that's more reasonable because... Because you have to, you have to think like if you are outside of third party stuff and outside of like not Overwatch League stuff, um, and I'll throw a pro am into that bucket because it's like it doesn't affect your actual regular season. Um, when you extend your season beyond six months to seven, eight, nine, however many months, what are you filling that with? It's it's probably going to be more regular season games. Maybe you could throw in more tournaments in there as well. And then you have to start asking the question of like, well, how many is too many regular season games or just too many games in general that would then lead to viewer fatigue is 28 games too many 24 like what's a good number i think like looking at that is maybe a better way of uh assessing what the ideal position to be and i, I think 20 is about the right spot for me all right yeah, i'm agree i definitely agree i think because also like they had the format pretty good where like teams were playing an even number of times like every team was playing an even number of times and then, like, but then scheduling kerfuffles happened where it's like, oh, yeah, you play this team twice, but you're going to play them both in the beginning of the season. And it's like, okay, well, we don't have to do that. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, that. so, like, they had it. Like, the system, the, the, the amount of matches, I think, they kind of honed in on, like, a correct yeah. amount of matches. I think they yeah, have honed sure. in on that. Yeah. So, before we move on, if, if we got to add one thing to, like, the Overwatch esports circuit, now we're going to have the World Cup for a little bit going into this. We have got the Pro-Am that people have been asking for forever, some Tier 2 integration. Then we have the Overwatch League and supposedly the World Cup Finals, uh, assumingly after the playoffs. Between that, like, November to February point, are you fine with just an off-season? Or is there anything else you would like to add that you just, like, love to see in the circuit that you think would be beneficial for the scene? November to February is fine, though. That's only four months, right? Yeah. That seems that seems pretty normal. I'm just saying, you could have you anything you want, Joss. You could have any tournament you want. What would you love to I see? I don't want anything. I want no competition at all. I okay, want everybody he wants to an have season. a good He Christmas. wants to sit on his ass yeah, and stream Apex. Yeah, I did. Stream Apex, bro. Overwatch 2 is out. I streamed <laughs> that. I played 500 games last season, bro. I need to play 500 more True. this season. Like, I need... You know, at the end of the day, I think having an off-season is good and a little bit of a break for sure. I mean, running bits and pieces here and there um, during that time would be good, especially with, like, content creators and stuff. But I think four months in general, I think it's actually okay. Um, although, I will I will say one fucking thing. That's fine, having that four-month off-season. But please, just give me the login to the Overwatch League YouTube channel. Like, I will make content for that fucking channel. Just, that's what... I think my biggest gripe with the off season is, is that the YouTube channel, it doesn't go fully dead and silent. Like there are bits and pieces every now and then, but like a constant stream of videos, whether it's like fucking reviews or like something, like anything during the off season, one video a week. What are they reviewing? Yeah, you know, I Jersey's. don't fucking know. I will, fucking, <laughs> I will make shit up. Like just- I mean, put, honestly, this, I think of, having, looking at that YouTube channel there, that's way better than it was in the previous years. Previous, it's still not yeah. good, but it's like still, still not good. But like, I think that for me would really be like, okay, off season, great. Because there is a break. Everyone needs a fucking break. But I think for the YouTube channel, you know, not even for the fucking algorithm, but like one video a week or like something like that. You look at the best highlight plays from like this week or that week or just anything. There's a list of content you could do. I think that would really make me happy, I think. Um, is just having more content. 
Yeah. Especially I, since we signed with YouTube like for the last few years, right? It's just like, ah, something. Yeah, I guess, I guess sort of where, like where this conversation stems from and like my questions uh, at the start of this podcast, sort of like where it stems from is actually because it feels like, especially as a content creator in the off season, that the, the fan engagement obviously drops off in the off season, but it feels pretty drastic. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I've been just been thinking about like, what are ways for the fan base to stay engaged with Overwatch esports throughout the offseason? Because it can't be healthy for the scene that we have this drop between the end of playoffs to now mid-February when World Cup qualifiers kick in. I don't know how like interactive and engaging they're going to be, but like it feels like the competitive part of the scene has just like quieted down. And I don't think it's necessarily a guarantee that all these people are going to come back. You know, some of those have looked for other avenues to find their entertainment, to find their content. And, you know, maybe some people went to Valorant instead and started to watch Lock-In and who knows if they'll come back to the Overwatch League and stuff like that. So I guess part of like what what I'm considering here is like fan retention in the Overwatch esports scene. Because in my mind, it can't be healthy that we have this long extended break and people are just like, where's the content? What is going on? It's been this many weeks since playoffs and nothing is going on. Like there, there needs to be like a middle ground to some extent to at least keep the fans engaged and have some kind of fun during the off season. We, we should have a lock-in. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know. <laughs> we figured out we should have a lock-in. I mean, legitimately, it's a good idea. Not a bad idea. It's, there's a reason it's happening. It's a good concept. So it's literally I'm I'm not I'm almost unironically not trolling. If they just stole everything that the Valorant Esports Global Circuit did and did it for Overwatch League, it would be pretty good. Like it would like if they just did all the same concepts for the most part, it would not be bad. Like it's it would have strictly but the, what I've said, but I didn't say you have to remove everything else. I just said that you can just uh, take instead all of the, the all the VC they- aspects for the Overwatch League. They do a big thing for game changes, and, and for us, it's kind of like World Cup in terms of live events. Right, we got calling we, all we heroes. All, that's a success. That's, 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 calling all I, heroes I, is not even close to the ga- the, the production value. I understand value it's of there. What I'm saying is, in terms of its position on the calendar, is what I'm more talking about. Because um, it's like World Cup is kind of like a big deal, and it's actually got a live event. Game changes for Valorant has a live event. True. Calling all heroes isn't there yet. Maybe it will be one day. Maybe. Um, I mean, I w- I'd like to see um, the calendar even just added with you know maybe more contender stuff like gauntlet um let's say you have world cup early november gauntlet happens either late november super early december gives people the chance to finish up there go and do the christmas stuff maybe then have your january february off you could even take march off i'm happy for something to start again in april or or even or even march i, th- I think like if you if you sort of pad out your year that way and you start a pro-am in in april and you have january february march off it's a three-month off season you fell out you fill out the november december period with world cup and gauntlet that seems like a good calendar to me yeah yeah if you're if you're adding calling all heroes as well to the calendar of world cup you know contenders overwatch league pro-amps and all that stuff i actually think that will be you know a, a welcome addition to the calendar because i do think that calling all heroes was quite a success i mean there was a lot of like engagement surrounding those qualifiers and that entire tournament Overwatch League franchises got involved and acquired rosters and um, it just seemed in general that it brought like really good vibes and so I hope they expand on that um, got potential yeah it's got it's got potential yeah I I, I feel like everyone really rallied around it and it's a fun great concept so you know I I I have um 
a concept as well in my mind in terms of my idea for like how it all maybe can integrate together because calling all heroes could potentially integrate with tier two in a way where i'd like to see a gauntlet where you bring the top collegiate teams contenders teams and calling all heroes teams to the same live event like that that could be the gauntlet that'd be a super damn cool gauntlet in my opinion um so be able to just put it all under one roof and that'd be a pretty hype event all right yeah that'd be great there's a lot of different options at the end of the day like at the end of the day, it's just a simple solution of like, you just have to have more happening. You yeah. literally just have to have more happening. Like, there's just like, I, I don't even like, obviously there are better ways and good ways to do it, but like, that's just the baseline stat. They're just the baseline stat. And like, if they want to lean more into, I think community aspects, I think that's perfectly fine. That's a very reasonable. It seems that they want to do with World Cup. Let's do more creator cups. Let's do more influencer events. Let's include like calling all heroes teams and like you know like there are so many ways to do it you just have to do something yeah and i'll go back um to, to the one example that i bring up quite a bit when we talk about older successful tournaments when we had those um those tournaments as well where everyone could sign up and content creators was in it and it was like max two of League players per team um you know jake had his team dante had his team and like content creators are in the mix as well um i can't recall the one experimental name. it was like in 2020 2021 or something like that um it was like successful flash ops? flash ops yeah it was flash ops i think because it was like a successful community tournament and everyone was involved and it was like competition for everybody and um you know there was not a team of six of league players who signed up um and just stomped everybody so um, I'd like to see a few of those tournaments this year as well, because I really do think it helps engagement and people stay interested in that. But uh, moving on, let's talk a bit more specifically about the 2023 format um, and what we'll be seeing the rest of this year. I take it that you guys all watched the announcement video and uh, checked out some of the graphics, maybe even the Platchat video last week. Um, and we had this graphic posted in the blog uh, where we can see the stages spread out. So, of course, we have the Pro-Am starting um in march and then after the buy um in april we have the spring stage qualifiers starting we have the spring stage opens for the east which is essentially tier two um qualifying for the spring stage leading into knockouts before the mid-season madness um so i guess what this doesn't show as well there needs to be some kind of qualifier for the pro-am so you know on, on this left side here in march there's going to be tier two qualifiers for pro-am um then you have a qualifier for the eastern region here um as well in the overwatch league um so i i, I guess we can quite frankly just start with the tier two um aspect of this because i completely forgot we hadn't talked about this are you happy to see tier two in the overwatch league yes specifically the eastern region uh, throughout the entire year I don't think yeah, there's I mean, a question. Right, yeah. I mean, yes. yes. Like, no one's going to say no, there, but I have to ask the question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. Good job during a, a host. Well, certain team owners appreciate. might say no. True. I think, <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's kind of a debate, I think, we have probably talk about. But it's only a good thing, especially in the East that has been lacking teams in general ever since the, the big split because of COVID. So having more teams compete is fantastic. And not only that, Dude, fucking O2 Blast from last year or the year before, like they're a fucking Overwatch League level team. So in the East, it's specifically exciting because my God, O2 Blast rocking up with a new roster after all of these trades have happened to Overwatch League teams is going to be hype as fuck. And people have wanted this for a long time. And it was cool to see like show matches that they did in this off season as well um with uh, like o2 bass and san francisco shark like that kind of thing it, that's exciting and i think having this as a mainstay 
um, is even better. Like the East is going to be wacky and wild this year, and, and for like good reasons, not because LA Valiant, which I guess we have to talk about too. But you know, LA Valiant bombing out again. So yeah, it's cool. So what makes esports good is having yeah. tier two, having the ability for team. The reason there's hype and interest in esports comparatively to a lot, and the reason that really differentiates it from current mainstream professional sports is that anyone can be a champion typically is like that's typically how it's gone in many before like kind of these franchise systems took place and this is not me saying that franchising is bad i think franchising is overall a healthy thing in many respects and depending on how you implement it it's more so like when you eliminate the possibility for teams that are young, filled with young players, or like they've just been formed to have miracle runs, stuff like that, like those storylines, like they make themselves and we eliminate the possibility for those storylines entirely. So like we're, we're simply just eliminating the amount of you know content, narratives, storylines, and players to participate when you're moved tier two competition, be involved in tier one. And like, I think it's fine if you have a system where like you have an insane amount of like, it kind of works in League of Legends because League of Legends has so many teams in each of their regions, right? So, like, you can kind of get away with that sort of franchising system because they have so many teams in each region. Overwatch League doesn't have that. So, like, we kind of just picked the worst version of franchising and then also didn't even, like, you know, we didn't really get any... We got some of the benefits of franchising, but also eliminate a lot of the benefits by, like, not allowing us to be regionally franchised in a way. Um because they originally wanted to be global, but like obviously that there's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms. Um, so yeah, I think it's good. It's overall good for the health of the game. And obviously, there's a second conversation to be had about like what does that mean for original investors and like team owners. But I mean, honestly, at this point, I, I mean, you know, you lost. You know, like <laughs> I just, you've lost. There's something interesting to be said. Just just picking off the back end of something you mentioned there in terms of like. The Overwatch League franchise system. This is not me shifting topics because I'm gonna get back to the tier two conversation real quick. But it does feel like we sort of ended up a little half baked because we were supposed to get way more teams. Like the goal, the dream was to like get definitely more than 20 teams. And so with more than 20 teams, 28, 30, whatever the number the, the goal was, you'd then be able to actually fill out enough teams for it to feel better in terms of the amount of participating teams. Because 20 with a really disproportionate balance between East and West doesn't feel right um but i look at you know something like the cdl going back towards the tier two angle they've been doing pro-am since like the second season they're into how many seasons what are they in now they're into their is it third or fourth four? season? they're like a season they're a season behind us so i want to say they're like they'd be going into their fifth season then right because we're going into season so they they've had really? two yeah. I, I think they've had two pro-ams so they they had yeah. a pro-am last year um and i think that was the first time they did it and then they have another pro-am this is there but they've already done it twice um so i look at that and i'm like bro we activision blizzard franchise leagues have already begun integrating that kind of thing i think the next step is overwatch needs to look at that as well and start to include that um there's been goodbye connor there's goodbye, been Ross. like um God, not rumors but like i think people just floating the idea around of like Dude, one way to maybe fix up the fact that the, the Eastern region doesn't have enough teams is to start including tier two in a way. And, and you know, I, I know that that's been an idea that's been floated around um, unofficially. Just people just be like, well, that seems like a pretty good idea. Um, and so I'm just glad that they that that is what ended up happening here, where, I mean, it just seems really obvious that 
Look, you have some super high quality teams in, from contenders there, from contenders Korea. All the best players have consistently come from there year on year. Uh, you're going to be able to get pretty high quality games. So um, there's really no downside from my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone involved kind of knows that it's a bit half-baked, especially like the region split as well. And now, well, the Eastern regions, you know, forcing forced to include some tier two teams as well to like round out the region and make that interesting. Like in a perfect world, we'd probably have like team uh, 10 um, North American teams or South American even, um, and 10 teams in APAC and then, you know, some tier two teams on top of that and even it out a little bit. But like... We're in a situation now where it's an uneven split and it's just with two separate regions, Europe is not really doing anything. So I, I, I think in the long run, that would be aspirational and people would want to get there. But because we're sort of like moving away from fully closed franchising to opening the doors a little bit and then maybe changing things around going into 2024 even. I mean, who knows where we're going, but it does feel like everyone knows that we're a little bit like half-baked in that regard where are we are we opening the doors because that is like the true direction the league should be going and that's what they want to do or is it out of necessity and i guess it's that's not mutually exclusive either but right now for me it does feel like it's a little bit more out of column b in terms of it being a necessity like damn bro we really don't have enough teams in the east at the moment valiant's gone back to the west yeah, as well so i agree with that 100 percent. i don't think this would have happened without the publishing deal in china falling through 100%. I don't think this would have occurred. I, I think there might have been some internal pressure for it, but there's just no way. Like, this is just the impetus that caused it. And, like, going back to your point, too, of, like, how, you know, we wanted more teams, it still wouldn't have fixed the problem because, like, every one of those teams would have been either in China or the U.S. You know? Like, that's just how the yeah, investor landscape European works. Teams. It feels like though, we started in Europe and then just it didn't get but anywhere. The, so. But the problem say, is... Though, it did sound from no way Sean in the interview last week that they've had their that they've had their mind on this for quite some while with the tier two integration. I don't think it was a snap call decisions like, oh, the NetEase deal has expired, let's divide tier two. I do think it was on top of their minds like before that even. I mean, I think that they've been thinking, they, it's, but like every, you can always think about it, right? But you always need like a triggering event to make it happen to, sometimes. And like, this was an easy event to make it occur. I'm not saying they didn't think about it. Obviously, I'm sure everyone in the Overwatch League talking to Matt and talking to Sean, everyone's always thought about it. It's just like, how the fuck do you do it? But now you had the perfect excuse to do it because of the fact that you literally couldn't run your franchises in China. So like, yeah. it's just like, I just think that like, I don't think I, they obviously weren't thinking about it. I just think that this was like a, a very good opportunity for them to, and like something, to, a catalyst for that to occur. Am I crazy? I don't think it's linked. Personally for me, I don't think it's really linked. I, I think regardless of the nitty, like, what, what does that even mean? Okay, cool. There's no Overwatch in China, but like, what has that got to do with tier two integration? If anything, like, you know, there's you don't even have tier two Chinese teams. This would be like, well, I guess what we're saying year, is you would be scared would have been that good... the Chinese orgs would just drop out and just be like, we're not, we can't field because like Overwatch is not allowed in China or like not playable in China. And so they'd be if like, the, if just the get, get, the, teams, get the Pacific teams in there. Like, get those the Chinese teams Australia, actually dropped out. Just play the region. If they actually dropped out, I would, I would see it. But you know, as far as I'm aware, they're not dropping out. We're getting all 20 teams back. So that's not, yeah, I mean, not they've done so, the like, impossible in that respect for sure. I, I don't even know how that's gonna going. work. Like, like, well, I mean, they're gonna mean, be. I think they've maintained that they're gonna play full in Korea. Korean teams. Everyone, everyone yeah, just think... goes full Korean. Like, that's the obvious answer. Yeah. Um, except well, no, Hangzhou. because haven't they said? Yeah, a couple of them. They're not going full Korean, right? But I think that they, they're pretty much like they're gonna play in Korea because they literally can't yeah. play in what China. What I'm saying is, it's, so. it's like on some level, it's it's suck. It was really bad for the Chinese players, but it does like it's not that hard to implement. Well, but the logistics might be hard because if you don't have infrastructure in Korea, it's 
probably going to suck. But most of the Chinese teams were almost full Korean anyway. And, and Shanghai has always been full Korean. So it's like, well, apart from the early stage of season one. But my point is, is like, I, I don't know that there was a strong link for me between the whole NetEase fiasco and the linking of tier two. That's not like a super strong link for me. Um, the whole thinking, you know, we're talking about like the league thinking about making it work for the last three years. Because to me, it really has been probably three years in the works. That's when the regions really split. It was after Blizzard Arena, right? So that's when we had the regional split. The question always need to be answered like what are we going to do what's going to happen about the uneven split and the the sort of band-aid to that in the past was always like hey philly you want to move over to apac hey if you uh what valiant you want to go over to to the east as well so they're trying to offload some teams from the west and put them over in the east but now it's like they're trying to i my speculate uh my speculation is that it seems like this is a little bit more of a solid solution rather than just trying to force franchises over to the other region I mean, the teams are in a tough spot there, or the league rather. Like, I don't know how much like control they have over like where teams operate out of and like what region they want to participate in. Um, so you know, th I, I guess I guess the league had to approve that Valiant like moved to APAC in the first place. LA just came and like, yo, we know we're called the LA no. Valiant guys, but we want to go play in China and no, be run it's the by other a way Chinese around. The league party. asked the Valiant to go. The Valiant didn't. That wasn't their decision originally. Originally. They had an NA team. They had a full NA team ready to play with an NA team in NA that season. Then they dropped the full uh, NA. Are you I thought, sure I thought, that that was the wait, no, no. I thought I thought they sold. Maybe I'm completely misremembering this, but I thought they had built a NA roster. Then Immortals the entire time have been shopping for buyers to offload the cost of their team, and then LGE essentially said like, "Oh yeah, we will buy. We will operate your slot for you and take on the majority of the cost as long as we can operate out of China." And then Immortals said, "Oh yeah, fuck you guys. Like, yeah, you, we're a Chinese team now. Pretty sure that is not. I don't think the league. The league could I don't know if the league was they wanted to." With what leverage? That. With what leverage? That's the point. They, they, though, yeah, like, the, no the, the league has no leverage to stop teams moving. Like, why? If I was a league, if the league tell me like, "Hey, you can't do this," I'm like, okay, well, fuck you. Like, I'm gonna do what I, I want. I don't like, think it's Valley as, didn't as even, easy as Valley that. didn't even I pay mean, their players. Valley didn't even pay their players this season. Me, what oh. leverage does the league have? What, what? I don't understand. Like, they can't. They have no, no power to stop these teams right now. Paid LGE and then the money got lost elsewhere after that. So well, we don't have to get into that discussion. The point is, the league can incentivize teams to move region, but I don't think they have the mandate to just be like well we know we're running 13 7 split this entire time well that's over we're gonna run a 10 10 split now like i don't think the league can like enforce no, no, I, I'm, that i'm saying so i'm saying it's a middle ground thing. scenario now i'm, I'm like not saying split. the league forces teams over and i'm not saying the teams just say i'm moving and you can't stop me i don't think it's it's as hardcore as sure anything. yeah something i'm sure the there's Definitely like something in the middle yeah. there's some discourse i'm just saying like i don't like, think the league told them to move i think they were just looking no for they didn't tell them to move but it was it was like hey we need teams we need to try and balance out does anyone want to go to go, want to go to the east valley it's like all right um but anyway i guess so, to, so rewind, to rewind to rewind back to where this because this is now a different topic to rewind back and what it's got to do with here too my whole position on this is that we finally arrived at this position because it's like you can't just sort of band-aid this with with seeing what teams may or may not want to shift regions and it's kind of ridiculous as well because most teams are na based na franchises why would they want to go anyway so uh, not i wouldn't say that this is the permanent solution or at least i don't know but this is like a, definitely a more permanent solution than teams figuring out if they want to move regions or this is a better solution than that I mean, that's is, how we arrive uh, here should be a permanent solution including tier two with tier one but... 
Also, it doesn't yeah, really no, matter how we got here as well, right? I don't know. Like, I, I, this, it feels like the conversation is a little bit pointless in that regard, just because it's just, it literally doesn't matter. Like, if it if this was the catalyst, the podcast was the doesn't catalyst matter. for this. Yeah, the podcast doesn't matter. I'm right? just saying, NetEase, I don't think had much but, to do with this as well. As yeah, well. but like, to be fair, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, at the end of the day, whether this was the catalyst or not, I just don't see. I don't know. I, I also, am I the only one that's like highest I, right now? Like, so I don't, I don't know if it will be point. permanent. Like, it really will come down to like how the teams, be, whether if, it should be or whether you know, it will I mean, be. I think like, the point is like, yes, tier two integrated it should be permanent. But like assistant. the qualification system we have now, the split of the teams between the regions, like I really believe Sean when he said on the podcast last week that like they don't really believe that there's like a perfect format and like. They yeah, always I want agree. to reiterate and they always want to like change year over year and fix what didn't work and like improve upon the format. And so I think, you know, this is going to be the 2023 format. And then we'll see what the fuck happens with 2024 because it's not yeah, going to yeah. be the same as this they one. So. Should not fuck, I like, maybe I'm the only one, but they are trying to iterate and I appreciate that. And it's, it's good that they are doing this and inclu including tier two teams now. If we go in a complete 180 direction next year, I will be majorly disappointed because I, I think the league will benefit overall in the long run absolutely. from a more consistent format. If we make small tweaks here and there, sure, like, oh, only this many teams can now play against the other teams or like whatever, like who cares? But the basis, the bare bones should be consistent. And obviously COVID threw everything into fucking whack, yada, 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 but we are now in 2020 fucking three. If this is not near-ish the final iteration of the league's format, um, if it's not, then I'm going to... Yeah. Jack, Jack, I... Idealistically, I agree with you, but I think it comes down to how the owners feel about it after the season is done, where it's just like, okay, well, how was sure. the tier two integration? Was it successful or not from the owner's perspective? Some owners are really into this. Some owners probably feel like this is going to devalue the franchise, which... I think objectively that is true. It probably will devalue the franchise somewhat. So that that's the battle internally that's going to need to take place in, in terms of whether this can or will continue in the future. I think we can all agree, though, that at the end of the day, it's good for the league. It's good for the Overwatch esports. So while yeah, some, yeah, owners, some owners at face value might look at this calendar and be like, well, tier two integration, that's going to hurt the franchise value of my Eastern region team. But... It might be the case, actually, that tier not two integration into all, the league the teams. is going to be teams. so good for like the league and the space overall that all actually viewership. the franchise yeah. benefits as a result because there's more there, there's more engagement. The league, the league, the league benefits. So, the, so the, the counter argument is, well, if the entire league benefits and everyone likes it, then that raises the value of the entire league plus a franchise yeah. because it's a positive. That would be the counter argument. Exactly. Yeah. So I I I don't think we'll ever go. I fully expect tier two to continue to be part of the awards league moving forward, and we'll see to what degree. Because, quite frankly, having a pro am at the start of the West, uh, you know, awesome, great stuff. Um, then having the Eastern region teams being able to play and participate in the awards league and even win the midseason madness and win uh the the overwatch league finals whereas the western contenders teams can't i'm like that okay what what are, what are we doing there so eastern contenders teams can win the league but western can't I'm like oh okay that's a bit all over the place uh that's a bit weird so i don't know we'll see what happens but here we go half-baked 2023 um season well we format. didn't really discuss any of the other format things no, at all we not. well tier two is a <laughs> pretty big topic so uh sure. two splits are we going to discuss, like, any of the rest of the format? No, or, yeah, of uh, course, like, you know, of course. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yes. Are, do we... Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Are we starting now? I don't know what the next... I don't know if we're doing that next or if we're doing that right now. So, like, go, go, I'll just go stop. first. Yeah, I'll go. go first. Um, There's two tournaments the whole year. Uh, Also, Mindy Season Madness has six teams in it. Hello? <laughs> what the fuck? You like, that's good or bad? Horrible. Like horrible. I think it's terrible. You, you can't have a madness and have six teams in it. It can't no, be mad. called mid-season madness. And I, I mean, I guess it is. I guess the you could. The thing would be if there was only one team. That, that is, that is the most, thing. yeah, that'd be the most madness. You do two teams and it's a duel and it's a gulag and one of the teams exits. That's the madness. So like, yeah, I think tier two. Also, we didn't even discuss tier two being integrated into tier one is it affects tier one, right? But also it affects tier two because they've changed the the requirements to even compete in contenders now you have to be 17 right yeah, so there's yeah. a lot of that affects a lot of players throughout all of tier Is two that, just like, east no i think it's a universal because the West doesn't, they just play the Prime and that's it. Because so I, I don't Tree, know why it because Tree is the, the legendary NA prodigy Tree, who is now in collegiate esports at the age of like 15, is not allowed to play in contenders, I believe, for this upcoming season because really? he's 15. That's yeah, really that's bad I, for NA because NA don't have the same level of integration as like the Eastern contenders region. So I don't know why that applies to them unless they just, well, it's got to be fully covering the whole uh, path to pro system. I don't know. But I am say I am I I can live with two international tournaments if we have homestands is a thing. I don't think it's good. I think only having two international tournaments is still bad, especially if one of the mid tournaments has six teams. I think that's fucking atrocious. But I do think that if there's homestands, at least one to two homestands for both regions during that, then I can at least excuse it. If there are two tournaments, one which has six and no homestands, this is way worse than like this is so much worse in many capacities. Like you can't you like you can't also just be like we're only having two international events because like when we get back into the issue once again of like the splitting of the regions, we don't have enough teams in the regions, and it's like okay, well like we've done literally we've we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Like we've. We haven't done anything else to integrate this into a for into an international system more to like have that more international competition to make it for me feel more international like it's just i don't like that's pretty bad to me i love the tier two editions though i do think it's going to have some potentially negative impacts on tier two but also guess what like that's just how it has to be in certain respects even though it stinks but i don't i don't think having two tournaments one which has six teams is very how many teams do you want What's a good number? I would Eight? I would say if you want if you're gonna have like if you're gonna have a, a truly like if we're only gonna have two that's the thing if you have more international competitions I'm willing to have less teams per tournament right but if you're gonna only have two you should have more teams per tournament like you should be like if you're only having two total events like maybe each event should have like ten to twelve teams right like like because Did you, you only the have majority two. of the league being there because that, that was part of the issue with like past stuff is like. How much does the regular season matter when only like the bottom four teams get knocked down? Like almost everybody makes it. You know what I mean? You, I, I think maybe six sounds low for sure. I think eight is maybe like a safe spot from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine. To, I'd be fine to eight to ten. It's more so like we can't have six like when we only have two tournaments. Like that's my main thing. Is like I would be fine. Yeah. Like I honestly would be cool with six if we had like four international, three or four international events. If each event minus like playoffs right like if each event was like we have three regular season tournaments and then one postseason postseason has a larger amount of teams because that's like postseason the other three events had like six teams per thing i'm like okay i think that's fair 
Like, because we have three other events. If we have two total events, one of which includes the postseason, like, that's just too few. That's just too little international competition. It's just simply too little. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's why I'm like, we need to upgrade it. Like, you need to have more teams in the midseason madness. Um, like, that's why, that's why, like, even though 12 might seem a lot, like, well, guess what? That's the only other tournament until postseason. But, like, when are we going to get to see anyone else compete on land in an international setting? So, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I, I saw do this schedule. Wrong, but. I thought that the knockouts indicated, like, some kind of, like, stage conclusion. But I kind of been thrown off, and now I don't know if this is, like, qualifiers for, like, bracket qualifier for something, or if it's, like, a stage finals, or, like... What the knockouts are like I don't it's know like a domestic stage final right yeah they're domestic that's how i look at yeah. it so why all does the spring stage, stage knockouts in the east cover like three weeks because they i mean i'm assuming that like know. maybe something to do with the tier two integration there like i that maybe yeah. there's buys involved like I, i'm not exactly certain but like, if these yeah, are I'm tournaments with Johnny, I have no clue if now. these knockouts are tournaments so you have like spring stage knockouts tournaments and then yeah. you have a buy and then you have like a mid-season intermission and then you have qualifiers and then you have two more tournaments uh by the way this one says qualifiers qualifiers i'm assuming this is knockouts in august here and then you have play-ins like at that point okay fair enough you have two stage finals and two global events I can kind of fuck with that, but I don't know what the knockouts are, so I don't even know if this. Yeah, is I like... don't know if they're, and also I don't know if they're land events, right? We don't know if they're land events. If they're homestand land events, like I said, that would be. I would still not be happy with it because I want more international competition. I want well, more Connor, international competition, but I'd, I'd be okay with it at least. I strongly speculate, and I, I very clearly am just speculating here, but they, they still got that theater in in Seoul that we all went to um to watch the contenders games oh, i wouldn't be surprised venue? i wouldn't be surprised if that gets heavily used this year for Please. basically live I matches for the eastern so. region Please. because yeah. they've fucking they tested out fusion versus soul last year and i got huge response i got a, you know a, a lot of um a fan response in terms of how popular it was like they they had to do a lottery to see to, to get a ticket you couldn't just buy a ticket you had to enter a lottery because it was too many people that wanted to go um given that i expect most of the teams in the east to be based out of korea with korean rosters maybe minus hangzhou uh, and then with the contenders integration let's be honest most of them if not all of them probably all of them are going to be contenders korea teams just because they tend to be the best um and and contenders china is dead so the, the second best region has just been deleted and pacific's too new and australia's they'll try their best but we'll see how they do it's probably not going to be good enough so it'll probably just be Contenders Korea. It makes the most sense that, and they were playing full seasons of Contenders Korea out of that theater anyway. Every single match in the East that is between actually Korean players should just be played on land. Yeah, I mean, I'm there's no reason not fine to. with that. I'm perfectly fine with that if that's what they want to do. But that's not really a solution well, they should for the West. Do, I think. That's not a solution for the West though. Like yeah. West. They're still where it's like, all moved to Dallas. That's, like, that's yeah. I mean, like that's great and all for the East region. Very happy for you, East region. Super happy. But you know, like, uh, what about the West? <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, like you know, it's just no, like, I, I do think right. that's like I, I get where the league is coming from because essentially the way they rationalized on the podcast was like, well, we want to make regular season more interesting. So like regular season qualification games matter more because it's a harder cutoff for tournaments. So you're not going to like win two two regular season games and be like, oh, you qualify for the mid season madness. Woo! instead like you actually have to be like a legitimately great team to qualify for the mid-season madness and it's going to be you know creme de la creme it's going to be the top teams um competing and such but a small part of me just like damn like 
you know, I know we had a lot of issues with like the beta and like the Jotes meta, but like the tournament formats were pretty fucking sick. Like the mid-season madness was the best Overwatch League tournament we've had yeah. because there were it a was. lot of teams in it and it was a great meta and it was legitimately just like fun with people on lag. Well, also, so it was like, like very good back event. on that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I mean, it's a risky bet to take what was really successful it. and then just like change it up quite drastically. I don't Qualification know what I was talking about. Oh, sorry. I made a joke. I made a joke about the discs. I said all they had to do was push the discs back, and it was a good event. No, um, I think the rolled the. Rolled I think the only criticism I had last season was the qualification pathways, where like some, you know, I can't remember which stages mattered, which stages didn't the, matter. For, like, the, oh, the first two and, stages mattered like, significantly more than yeah, the and, later and there was snowballing in the point. Yeah, that was just like, what is going on with the point format system. here? Like, no reason. Everywhere. Literally, the point no reason. System for that last matter. year was crazy. That was a real madness of last season. So aside from the wacky points to some last year, I agree with you, John. Yeah, and they're also important to know that they, they, they recognize that like seeding was such a disaster last year. So they, what they said that they're releasing they, the other half of the schedule uh, for the year after the midseason match. The schedule, right? To like reseed, to like reseed the schedule yeah. and make sure that you know you don't get screwed by playing like the best teams in the league to a, a, a one stage. Um, so some kind of evenness there. So I, I gotta I like say, that, but... Eastern Eastern region last year was tight because like it was a round robin every stage, perfect strength of schedule. Yeah. You played every single team every stage. I personally enjoyed that a lot. Um, obviously, it's probably not uh, happening you... this year because there's so many. Teams no, now. It, 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 it <laughs> yeah. won't happen again this year. It's, it's, it won't be possible. Won't be enough games. But it, they weirdly messed it up in the in the West, where like okay, double round robin sounds great, but then as Connor said. Some of the teams played the same team in the in in the same half of the year. It's like okay, you, you, if you do a double round robin, surely the first half of the year you do the first round robin, second half of the year you do the second round robin. You don't do a thing where like, oh, I play shock twice in the first half of the year. What is up with that? That was weird as well. Yeah, yeah, they're so close, so literally so close to perfection, <laughs> and yet, and yet we managed there. So close. Randomly change up our stage formats, which were perfect. And then like, oh, by the way, the first two stages are obscenely weighted for like no reason. Like, it's just like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't understand like why that occurred. But like overall, if these, going back to the original point, if this, the stage finals for each region are LAN events with a decent amount of teams in them, like, I think I can live with this. If they are not LAN events, I will be a bonobo in the enclosure flinging my shit at the wall because this is dog if they're not land events. We're going like, to get Battle of LA? Valiant versus Glads? We need to build towards something. Like I was saying. Like there needs to be some kind of like rewarding yeah. conclusion to each stage. That was always the hype of last year was, well, we're playing this stage and now there's a land event. Okay, yeah. next stage. We're playing the stage then there's a land event. Like the land events were fucking sick. Arlington was cool. Uh, Toronto was fucking wacky. Like I loved the Toronto homestand was the funnest shit. Um, yeah, it was the best. Ever. It was and one it was... of the best homestands ever. For yeah. sure. Yeah. League, so. Like the I crowd think one of the biggest drawdowns was to schedule it on weekdays, right? And then the storylines too. I mean, yeah. Uh, yes. Wait. Uh, did they? I can't remember. I think so. I believe Johnny and I didn't get to go, oh, so we'll just trust you on that, that one. That was one of the problem. <laughs> that was one of the problems. Was some of the tournaments happening on it to be fair it was a problem with the finals in a way as well right where like it was happening on a fucking True. weekday rather than a weekend that's just kind of that's a scheduling thing but um the main point is i i definitely agree with connor it's going to be a bit rough if there's no like a lot of home stands to kind of tie a bow in these 
stages, qualify, you know, fucking stage finale, whatever the fuck. Like mid-season madness is always going to be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I want the homestands, man. Because they they are the, the funnest events, not only to like cast and shit, but to like go to and watch as a fan. It's way more engaging. Like when you're watching and you're seeing a crowd, you hear them and the casters sound infinitely fucking different because it's like mic audio like crowd audio bleeding in through the mic and shit and you yeah i dude there's just nothing like it in esports i think that was what the league did really well last year and capturing that um and yeah it will be a little bit disappointing if there's only that single midline the mid-season madness yeah i think i think last year catches a bad rap because of the because of the the, the beta, beta and all the the shit surrounding like oh we're playing five versus five in the game is six versus six but like the format last year was actually pretty sick yeah pretty apart from it the point system and shit like yeah except for the points, points. Except yeah. points yeah exactly except yeah they points, they, yeah, so. they, they, they there's good things there and like and also yeah. i'd be fine if there's no home stands if we just get more international land events like sure, i yeah. just want you just need events in fact i'd almost prioritize having international land events over home stands because then it's like but you can still host, host them in like home stand cities right because then it's like I I from for my in my personal view, the point of this league is that it's because we don't we have a regional split, but it's not really regional because it's two regions technically. We now have Korea and America, essentially. Yeah. And the point of this league is essentially it's supposed to be a global league. We need to have international competition. And really all global esports should have a lot of global competition. Um but you have so like we should probably pre-prioritizing that in the format. And like, if we're not prioritizing that, we need to have the land events elsewhere. But if like, if we had to choose, like, if you're gonna give me two home stands in both region, or I get an extra land event and I get to beef up midseason madness, I'd rather international land event. I'd rather have three international land events that are all nice and big than extra home stands. Personally, yeah. So, I agree with that. Tournaments good. Tournaments good. Uh, do we have any additional thoughts here um, on the season as a whole? I'm trying to see if there's any details. That I missed out on. I mean, it was a format announcement, but there was still some like TBD information, um, and we got this graphic, of course. But like, there there still seems to be, you know, a few things Stuff missing. Stuff to be learned. Stuff to be Stuff learned. To be learned. Yeah. I think it's overall it, so. fine though. I think a lot of I think it's overall fine. I think pro am stuff would be really interesting. I think it'd be funny as hell if like O2 Blast like dominates APAC or yeah. something. Like no, obviously it won't happen so. probably oh, because they're yeah it won't happen. Their talent's been drained so significantly. Like it's just not going to be occurring. Like same thing with the West. Like there's like good contenders teams, but like realistically because of the talent drain and like the 17 rule change, like no one probably is going to dominate through the pro am to like do really well in the West. But like it's still great that the opportunity is there. Um, hundred percent. Like it's great. The only thing left there. on the format is they 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 had like on one of the small bullet points about like mini tournaments during the bye weeks, certain bye weeks. So, yeah, see what happens there. Extra, you know, little little things Extra like stuff. that too. That's always nice. Also, if you're an investor and you're mad that your plot's being devalued, it's like, bitch, you haven't paid fees to the league <laughs> in like four years like my my opinion to all investors is like yes i agree your spots being devalued but guess what you guys haven't been paying any money so like how are you allowed to like how are you allowed to justify that like hey our spot maintains so much value when you're yeah. living here rent free <laughs> and on top of that you've been like putting in the minimal amount of investment possible across the board like you can't be like my spot and then be like i but also i pay no money for my spot like so like, it's just like, you can't have it both ways, in my opinion, as an investor. You can either, like, highly fight for your spot and be like, okay, I'm, I'm really putting the effort here. Like, the one investor that's allowed to talk about this is, like, or two, maybe the Fuel and Defiant. Those two, they're allowed to complain. 
those guys are allowed to complain like maybe glads be like okay like we've we've been a lot of effort for this shit like how dare you devalue us if you're like it, it, i mean you know if you're like the valiant if you're uh, a couple other organizations and you're saying like oh guys if you're new york and be like my spot why are you guys devalue my spot it's like bitch like you devalued the spot like you you're not paying money at all you're not putting the effort like you like so i i don't think that this is like that's not fair from an investor point of view to like get it both ways in my opinion though there are some that i think have a legitimate case yeah well speaking of the off season and speaking of the la valiant they're back they're back the baby. la valiant are moving back there they, are. they tweet for the first time in four months a Let's four month off season from twitter but the LA Valley. Uh, shorter off season than shorter off season than the Overwatch League still, technically. Think about it. Only four months. Yeah. yeah. Very true. <laughs> I love how the la the last videos are like, our last game didn't go so well. We just lost to the Shanghai Dragons with the 03. GG's. Yeah. This game wraps up our season. Thank you for the love and support. Valiant 22, peace out. See you next year. February 8th. We are pleased to announce that the LA Valley will be competing in the Vish Division for 2023 Overwatch League season. Classic. So, LA Valley at the back. Woo! Yeah. They're back. Let's go. Yeah. Woo! Uh, I can't wait to see the memes. I can't wait to see the rosters. Dude, the Toronto Defiant fucking dominated them day one. Like, the quote tweet of that, and then they put competing. Like, holy mother of It was good. The memes for Valiant are going to be crazy. Especially if they show up and they're just still perma-ass. I'm like, oh boy, it's going to be so funny. It's content, man. It's finally time because, like, they kind of got away with it in some respect. Like, they got they got away with it honestly in the APAC region because not only were like people not awake to watch it in the West, but number two like there's just less meat to scrutiny and like there there's just less people like on the Western side of things like really scrutinizing them. They can't get away with it this year. Our season was like one of Valiant's best years post Custa because uh, post Custa era Valiant era Valiant because they they actually got some wins. They started redeeming themselves yeah. slightly. Yeah, they did. And they had Dia. Which I feel bad for that guy because now it's like he finally got his year back and now Valiant's just dipped. And what was the other thing as well? It was like, was it the, it was, I think the, the team manager or coach Cola found out GM, through Twitter, GM. the GM yeah. of Valiant last year oh, found yeah. out through Twitter that Valiant's going back to NA. He's like, oh, we're not in China anymore. Classic Valiant move. Just <laughs> That's my boys. Classic Valiant move right there. Uh, I love it. I, I think finally, because we're now we're going to have two, like, absolute doofus fucking head-ass teams in North America to roast. We'll have Valiant and New York. Yeah, I'll have two teams that funny. I can every day, I can, and Justice, depending on what happens with them. Like, because I'm giving, always down just, to roast just Justice. Giving, I was going to say, you're just giving Vegas a free pass to see, I see. The problem, with, the problem I have with Vegas is because I just forget about them. Like, <laughs> I just always forget about them. So, like, I, I always forget to roast them because I'm like, oh, this team is just, like, yeah. so tragic it's hard to, to be even, fair like... they do be kind of trying this season with like you know big rebrand new year new me kind of deal i'm like okay fair we can't like clowning you too much until you need to be clowned like but valiant yeah if they do just uh, if they are just turbo bad then yeah my god the memes just... are just going to be rife but will they get away with paying their players this year or not we'll have to see that's Ooh, the true yeah. mystery will u.s yeah. labor laws come in play here i don't know we'll have to that's my true scooby-doo mystery villain here like let's see <laughs> who where, when do who jumps in here on this side of the law like i i don't know i just think that this is mad funny i just think it's mad funny and i'm hoping for i'm hoping for a really 
just a fun season with the Valiant. Like yeah. I have no expectations. Which, by the I'm, way, we we've heard no roster rumors about like have they started on their team? Who, who are they even getting? Um, we know we see. know more about what NYXL is doing behind the scenes because where's the, where's it the keeps bringing up headlines. I mean, they're the like, most talked about roster, but it's like hey. of the of the quote unquote clown rosters. It's like we don't we know nothing about Valiant. They got to be able to pick up somebody. Like you have to imagine that hypothetically speaking, whatever tier two free agents available right now that they can make a team with, they should be able to if they do you know play their cards right and do their jobs well and have something to offer, hopefully, to be able to pick up one of the top would-be Pro-Am teams. Like, if you if you imagine who the top Pro-Am teams from the contender side are going to be, Valiant should just target one of those teams, surely, no? Yeah. I mean, it just depends if they have the money, because haven't they still not paid their players from 2022 as well? No, Did innovation I, when, I mean... and his And his innovation, like, a month ago, and his leave, oh, retiring from Overwatch stream was like, yeah, someone got him paid. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. Ooh. Didn't it kind of come out afterwards though? I'm not in any way trying to like, I don't know. cover up or I'm not, I'm not sure. I think innovation sure. made a mistake or something as well. He might have made a mistake. Like, I'm not sure. It was like some expenses or receipts or something. I don't know if it was related to the salary and like his entire. Yeah, I think it was salary. some like extra stuff on the side. Yeah. Which kind of why that, that, that segment, I gave my preamble of just like, we don't know anything about this because I don't know. I, if anyone, if, I, if I'm wrong here, I don't want to, you know. Uh, I, I'll, I'm just based off the last thing I saw from it. Yeah, so I don't I, actually know if it's like 100% accurate, but it, it's in line with everything else I've seen with Valiant. So like, it confirms my personal biases about the Valiant, uh, the Valiant and so I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. I just think that like, either way, whatever they're going to do, there's no way there's something going to like, what if like, here's the best opportunity. Noah Winston comes back, shows up, <laughs> agilities, out of retirement, onto the Valiant, we rebuild. We rebuild Valiant 2018. They care again, guys. Grim Reality's coming back. Agility's coming back. We're getting we're getting space. The space is a free agent, right? We're getting space. Get it? Get go get Verbo. Verbo's been minting NFTs like Christianity NFTs. So like we get Verbo. He ain't here to defend himself. Get Scott. Yeah, get Scott. Like let's let's get him. Let's get everyone back. Let's get Kariv is a free agent technically. I think he sort of retired though, right? But like you know, we can get Kariv. Like I I don't know if this even works. Here, here, here's my idea for the GM, okay? Sign a roster to, to like, temporary, like, 10-day contracts for the Pro-Am, and then just pick up the, the best contender team from the Pro-Am. And then oh, but you gotta be out. giving them ideas like that. They're gonna oh do that God. now. That's Is that even... Happen. Well, oh, I, no. thought, I thought they changed <laughs> how legal? the... They, I thought they changed they how the rules that? worked for the temporary, the, like, the temporary, like, player. Like, the 30-day contracts. I thought, I, I thought that changed... You I can't do it multiple you, times, right? I think you, you do, do have once. to lock in... No, I'm pretty sure there's a lock-in date for your minimum yeah. roster that you have to have, like, five players by the state. You can't just keep doing rolling contracts, right? Yeah, I definitely thought they changed the rules because people were doing that. Yeah. Although I say that, and you can still bin a play and just give them a month's salary, be like you're gone. Uh, that's pretty true. Sure that's yeah. sort of thing. So they yeah, could, you can they just sign them to a contract. Five players, bin them all yeah. after the pro am and pick up the pro am team. That is still possible. Yeah. Me, that's possible. here's an idea. Here's a fucking free one. Pay your players, and there you go. Yeah. You might also, I mean, you're supposed to pay your players too, but they didn't do that. Yeah. So I mean, how about, you know, how about like, that? Thoughts on that? There's a lot of things that Valiant aren't supposed to do, but have done. So really, what's to stop them? Like, seems like no one's stopped them yet. My my whole take is that this is the th this point this podcast is the lowest we'll ever be on the Valiant because I genuinely think if they just pick up like decent contenders players they they have a chance to at least not be last in the Western region. That's that's my that's my take. Yeah. 
Contenders if they right, just yes. pick up is decent contenders players, decent they contenders, can't be yeah. that far off from like the bottom and genuinely have a chance to win some. So you think here. they? So pretty much they're competing. Essentially, they're the the like currently based off the what we know, they'd be competing against New York as the worst team in the league, like based off the rumor mill. Essentially, it's bad enough, maybe. It's bad enough. You know, nothing. we're not quite there yet, but I I say there are probably like two, three franchise teams that I could see like you know Valiant competing with and getting wins against. No. Okay, but, but like, but how could you see them competing against them because they don't have a roster? No, I'm saying, no, yeah. I'm saying with the just if they were to pick if up, they or, pick up okay. you know, you know, a decent, a decent roster with contenders players. I'm not saying anything crazy, but as long as they don't like completely fumble like their, their pickups, I think they still honestly they don't even have to go for full. There's enough like Al. There's Al, real talent that like, out there. Um, they can get, yeah, yeah, free agents. There's plenty of free agents. Like. You you jokingly said space. I'm like he's still good. He actually is a free agent. He so. is. He is. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Like you're good. good at space. They have options to like get. I mean, Reiner retired actually, so never mind. I think so. Like technically, you can't get Reiner, even though he never publicly announced it. But like, I think he like said like announced own, it via Snapchat. Via like That's Snapchat. The first, or first time I've seen a player retire via Snapchat. But yeah. So like they have some. They have options though. Like and the the thing is like getting good players isn't out of their own possibility because the player salaries have been so depressed right now. Like the bargaining power is so low that like they could get good players. So it's yeah. a possibility depending on what they do. Oh, yeah, that's it. Indeed, we'll see. Oh, we'll see the Alley Valiant. They're gonna be fun to follow this year. Also, the oh, the yeah. split now I guess is like fourteen six in favor of NA. Uh, there seems to be some unconfirmed Reddit rumor that Dallas is gonna move Eden or something, but we'll see what the fuck hey, happens with that. Fuck? So uh, I can't wait <laughs> for the, be, the battle for Texas to happen in Korea. Battle for Texas happening in Korea. Anyway, <laughs> that's the Reddit rumor, so we're not gonna spend any time with that. We'll see what happens. It's fourteen to six right now. Um, Wait, where are we going next? Oh, oh my God! Here we go. I've asked. This is just for you. This is, is it just. Time? It's time. Time. <laughs> Get on it's your platform. Uh, I'm bringing. I'm so bringing up the, up the Twitter as we speak. It's confirmed. Yaki. What do you mean it's confirmed? He's oh. moving ah. to the LA Gladiators. I mean, what a pickup this is. Drink. Do you feel? Do you feel rewarded, Abbas, after? Preaching the Yaki truth for the entirety of last year. I mean, I can't really feel rewarded anyway because I've already. I, I don't. Dirt, why why I did it rewarded? say dirty on the video? Because the someone said dirty. Can we talk about the video for, for for twenty seconds? You know what's really funny about this video? All these clips are twenty twenty two and prior because he's it's or 2021 new, prior yeah even. because, because it, uh, you know god it, they've just yeah. not had good games at all like they had to pick that's the funniest thing about these pickups sometimes when they do put out videos is that players who have had a really rough one or two years every clip is old like jesus it's it's kind I of mean, like it, you literally had to black out but... the new york the whole new york thing yeah the yaki, it, like it, right it sucks it really sucks but it do be like that ironically he had a great game against the gladiators so. Yeah, like he's had, uh, like sure, the thing is he yeah. still had good individual performances. It's just the problem is his team was so unbelievably Shit. ass that like yeah. it, it's so hard to like have anything yeah. go up. So I don't even, I don't even know so I feel rewarded because I, I like it didn't, last year didn't change my opinions of Yaki. Yaki was just on one of the worst teams ever to be concepted. So like, it just, like he it was did, just good. It did like, reinforce one opinion I've already had though, which is he might actually just be the most unlucky player in the world. Yeah, it's, and that make him, if Glads don't have a good year, and it's for, may, does he just carry like this 
aura around him. Like, wherever he goes, he just loses. I don't know. I mean, imagine we'll if he happens. goes to Glad's and Glad's just falls apart. And, like, it's just like, that would be tr insane. Well, but did, this is my last year I'll be... They shoes, oh, so, I mean... They did, but they still have good players, right? And, like, I'll this will be the last year I'm hoisting the Yaki Torch without, like... Without, like, him putting up a monster performance, essentially. Like, because, like, I think he had he's had very monstrous performances so far up until last year. And I'm like, okay, like, very bad year. Like, whatever. I'm still going in next year being like, Yaki's full-on big. Like, he's the guy. But if he has a middling year next year, then I will back off the hype train a bit, depending on what the situation of the Glads are. But, like, you know I... What? The, the okay. greatest, the, the, the most unlucky thing that could happen to Yaki now, aside from the Glads just tanking out is he gets on the roster, and Glass is actually a decent team, but because he's basically playing the same role as Kivster, he just gets benched for Kivster. And yeah, he just gets benched. Play. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Plays. He could just not play because of his overlap of the hero pool of Kevster. But, like, the problem is, like, it seems hard to believe... Because he's not a hard hitscan player, necessarily. So, like, it, it could be if they pick up a hard hitscan player that he might not play because they yeah. Sojourn is still so powerful. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure. he'll play so, when Reaper's meta again, and Kev's like, I don't want to touch that. I just put Yaki on the replay. Yeah, so. I just find it un <laughs> almost impossible that Yaki will not play at some point for this team in certain yeah. metas just because, like, yeah. <laughs> eventually there will be a meta where Yaki will play just by, like, a, a, you know, elimination of, like, heroes. Like, because as long as balance, especially because of the stages, co like, coinciding with balance patches, unless every balance patch is, like, once the Cloak of Invisibility remains on Sojourn, like, there's just no way that that would occur. You do so, need to you need to build your team around two flex DPSs because you might get a double flex DPS meta like a Tracer Genji type deal. Yeah, or 100%. Tracer Tracer Echo, which we've had in the past. So like, yeah, I mean, getting this two is probably the first time in history I saw good. people complain though that you got two insanely flexible good players. Like, there was the first time ever in history where I was people like, why would they get Yaki? Kempster plays all the. Why would we want another super flex player? This doesn't make any sense. I'm like, what are you talking yet, about? Why would you not want the super the flex same player? people would probably be okay with if you said, oh, we'll just clone Kempster. Like, oh, that's a yeah. great idea. Do that. They're like, that's they're a great idea. Wait, player. oh, Kempster one and Kempster two. They have the same heroes. Why would you clone Kempster? This doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, it's like, what are you talking about? This is even if, like if you were, if like if Glad's had picked up like proper. Who's another hyperflex? No one would be like, "Oh, I can't believe you guys picked up property." It's the same hero pool. It's like, what? The, like, of course you'd want a, a hyperflex. Like, I, it's such a nonsense argument I saw being posted. Like, why would they get Yaki? He's the same hero pool. Like, well, of course. Like, what do you? I, it's just it blew my mind. It literally blew my mind. It's the first time I've ever seen that, and it's because people want to hate on Yaki because I called Yaki really good. That's the reason. That is it. I am. I am determined. I am almost certain that is what's happening. People just want to find a reason to be mad at him because to make me look stupid. And guess what? You don't need. Yaki to make me look stupid. I can look stupid all on my own without Yaki being good, okay? Like, you don't need that, okay? You're just being spiteful, everyone. You're being spiteful. I think this is good. This is a fucking sick team now. I think this is really good. I Yaki being I a hit scan. Like, long range hit. Well, I mean, Yaki can play like Ash and shit like that too. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past him to play, pick up Soge. Although I think so. The rumor really was strong. Kai. The rumor was that Kai would also round off this roster. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense because you want like a sniper. There's going to be like a sniper meta or like Widow's going to be viable at least one time. You do need a hitscan specialist to round out the team, I think. Um, so like having, yeah, having Kai as like an Ash slash Soge slash Widow. Although Soge wasn't like crazy. It was okay, but like it wasn't like insane like we saw a lot of other players be. Um, having Yaki and Kevster there as well to like round out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I think that's super good. 
I think a lot of it is recency bias as well, Connor, where it's like, well, Yaki fucking sucks because New, uh, New York sucks. Yeah, because New York is one of the worst teams ever yeah, created. Yeah, New York fucking so. blows. Yaki sucks. Everybody on the team sucks. Like, no, Yaki's still like a sick player. He has been for a long time. He's just been in weird situations. Even like the Mayhem time when he was on Mayhem and then he was like one of the only good performing players. They had a really good start and then it was like, oh shit, Yaki's actually one that's doing well and like everybody else is kind of blowing. So... Yeah, I don't really understand the the weirdness towards Yaki right now being picked up uh, as well as Kevster. I think it's sick. He, like I said, he can also pick fucking Ash. Like, I don't think it's too much of an issue. If they didn't pick up a long range hit scan, I wouldn't be like, this seems fucking like it's whatever. Like, I, I think honestly, like either him or Kevster point... could put could yeah. both play the hit scan. Like exactly. literally either of them. Exactly. I would not be pissed if they didn't pick up another DPS. They probably will in the end because having a lot of flexibility DPS is always quite um, is always quite good. You can say that for every role, but I think DPS having a, a very, very large hero pool is always nice to have three on the team at least. So, yeah, I wouldn't be too mad if they didn't. So, so good. Jack is a good player still. Yeah. yeah. So, so the roster, the roster now is, uh, for audio listeners especially, Dante is the tank for the LA Gladiators. For damage for now, they have Kevster and Yaki, and they have Funny Astro and Lastro. Fuck the back hell, bro. The Funny no. Lastro combo. Funny yeah, Astro and Lastro. It's going to be infinitely hard to cast. Yeah, wait. people have been asking because because uh, Prophet um, is now a free agent. That Prophet were to team up with Prophet on Soul Dynasty, so you'd have Prophet and Prophet. Um, that'd be a fun caster um, scenario. I don't. Even, uh, they'd have to uh, ask him to change their name, right? That's like <laughs> sure. Prophet and Prophet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be weird. But yeah, I mean, credit to the LA Gladiators because they they understand the mission. Okay, it, you might not, you might try to win the Overwatch League Championship each year, but they also just pick up like fan favorite players that are really good at the game. I, yeah, the perfect versions of that all the time. So, and I don't think that. Well, I mean, they issues. also drop fan favorite players. True, but you know, yeah, in space. Enough. Yeah. Well, not just space. Also, I mean, we have Reiner as Shoe well. skewed. You know, Shoe, like all yeah. those Reiner. Even though Reiner technically, like, more so, but maybe retirement. But like, yeah. plenty of players that also. I don't think they drop Shoe, but like Houston were they giving out some bags? You know what I'm saying? They made a business. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. it was but a business. Still gone from B- business. It was business. Yeah. Business. Just business. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to see how they round out their team because they probably need one more player. Uh, by the way, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the hell we're doing with the, like, the team previews this year. Are we going to do like team previews before the Pro-Am in a month? Like Half the league hasn't announced their roster, so I'm just browsing this Liquipedia Surely page by, as we speak. by we get to like halfway... I, I don't know. So it, no it, we ha- team. If we're like halfway there, it has to be. We had to hear the roster has been like another couple weeks we have to hear at least the majority of the rosters i'm surely yeah, yeah. surely so there's no the, way we won't at least get the majority out of, of the six apac teams none of them have more than two players uh the western teams you have atlanta as a roster boston has a roster dallas fuel has a roster florida has a roster uh houston have four players london has four players Gladys has five players valiant doesn't have a team new york are just rumored shock as a team toronto as a team Vancouver's team. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, fair enough. But there's like five teams that maybe don't have a roster in, you know, the Western. And the APAC region doesn't have any teams. So we have about like nine or ten teams finalized for this. Yeah, but there's so. still like several more weeks until like everything gets kicked off. So like, I still think by the time... I th- I think by in like... When would we want to like... Theoretically, if we start doing team previews, it'd be what? Like four to five weeks from now? Maybe a little more than that? No, I'd probably say within like three weeks, maybe do like three per week or something. But I don't know. Yeah, because also if we start like if we start year, doing so. if we start doing all the teams we know first, that gives yeah. us a little bit of extra time. So like I feel yeah. like by that point, like surely. Yeah. Surely. 
Yeah, 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 it'll be good. And we will probably do uh, some team previews during the actual like main episodes rather than like spread them out three per week or something. We'll figure that out. But um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 coming up. So if you've been waiting for the 2023 team previews, well, um, they, they will be coming out at some point. So we still have a month till the program and two months till the uh, till the actual season start. So uh, talking about roster moves, do want to move away from Yaki and the like ladders and actually just move into the New York Excelsior rumors for a little bit here because it seems to be all. Oh, over I want to I want to shit on them too. I have to pee though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else gets to go first. Yeah, you'll get yeah. the yeah. Fair enough here. So New York Excelsior. I I don't know how to like summarize what's going on with the new york excelsior so there i are too you know many rumors yeah i halo of thoughts he tried to sum it up as best he could in this tweet here where he tweets out let's clear up some of the nyxl confusion confirmed to halo and still rumored not official um amira's assistant coach fits as damage player for new york excelsior contract discussions but not confirmed to halo Changoon as head coach, Shockwave as DPS, and Psycho as DPS, and expected on their main roster or academy slash calling all heroes is Haley. Um, he used to be on the Boston Uprising, I believe. Did I get that right? Who ironically also is called Halo, used to be called Halo. So, yeah, Halo yeah. reporting on Halo. Formerly Halo, uh, now Haley. Uh, oh, yeah, you saw I that. mean, <laughs> a DPS line of Fitz, Shockwave, and Psycho with Changoon yeah. as head coach. I oh, do not believe any of this. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. There's I just think no this is hilarious. Let's Jack's wrong. Flip it when no in a week way. from now Fitz gets announced. Bro, like what the fuck? Because uh, <laughs> also, what happened to the what happened to the the marginalized roster thing? Wasn't that also like confirmed the other week, or like someone tweeted like, "Oh, they're still going ahead with it." Was that Halo as well? They're not, they're not. No, 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 no. That was uh, was one of the female players. But no, it was it, not. They were they weren't going ahead with it. It was like they were still exploring options for like maybe including one player, several players, maybe looking oh, at shit. doing yeah. academy or a quality heroes kind of roster. None of this can be believed. I'm just saying it. None of it can be believed. I don't know what the fuck is going on because right now it honestly also feels like a Twitter war between fucking leak boys. It feels like fucking Leak Mafia and then Halo. At this point, Leak Mafia has been right about a few things. It feels like Halo is right about maybe 1% of the time. Like, dude, I, uh, I don't trust anything things. on Twitter. Some things. But like, I swear to God, half this fucking off season has just been fucking shotgunning or like throwing 50 darts at a dartboard. Oh, wow, I got one thing right. Like, what? It, I, I do not believe any of this shit at this point. Fitz going to MYXL, like sure if changoon is going there as well they build like a, a korean team but then like i said the marginalized thing was also like still on the cards and maybe that's happening too and obviously everybody fucking hates that so maybe they've now receded that and then gone with the idea of fits and changoon i don't know bro i just don't believe any of this shit until i see something on paper because there has been so much bullshit around this team I mean, yeah. Fitz, I mean, Shockwave, I don't really Psycho, still a decent DPS line if it's actually true and gets confirmed compared to other damage lines in the league. Yeah. I, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind if Fitz is on this team. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Fitz, and also people have been, there's been a lot of Fitz slander as well out there I've been seeing when people really? suddenly Fitz, oh yeah, it's I've been seeing some Fitz slander. No, granted, a lot of it's Zoomer humor of like, high, you know, it's like stuff like, 
Hydron clears your fraud fits in the superior NA region, right? So, like, obviously, it's tough to tell where the irony begins and ends um, at times, but Fitz is really good. (laughs) If he's on New York, I'm going to be so sad. (laughs) Now, if New York suddenly pulls out some crazy reverse Uno cards, like, oh, Chengu's our head coach, we have Fitz, we have Shockwave Psycho, and like also we have like some like pretty other like good players. Like we actually have like a relatively competent roster. I'm like, okay, like that's not the end of the world. But if it's like the other rumored roster, which it's like fits with like moving fish seven and Kuffa and like <laughs> Haley, like all these like like it's just this random ass assortment of like players i'm gonna be like what the hell is like this is yeah. look actually the godfather look how they massacred my boy like i i can't believe that would be a curse so cuff said he's not um, on the team yeah but also players say they're not on teams all the time right like you know you never really know who is or isn't on a team like obviously like fucking when fisher was like i would never retire and then retired like you know like it's <laughs> just like you know there's all sorts of shit that's like you never know exactly what's happening until it all comes out officially per se. So I I think for New York, I'm I'm priming it up. If New York releases the hodgepodge medley roster that's still filled with a couple of marginalized gender players that, you know, they essentially were like, I'm just looking for my shot, like then I'm gonna be like, and they have fits on that roster and shockwave and stuff. I'm like, holy fuck, like New York, you are you're the worst. You were the worst, you were the worst ever. You were just the worst. Like your you and Valiant will be should be locked in eternal combat and the gulag of turbo shit for eons, but like I I don't know I just think we'll see I don't know they could make a good crazy what's crazy is that in 2018 those are two of the best teams yeah 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 Yeah. how how the table it is crazy it is crazy dude the fucking despair from New York fans it even started like a, a, a year or two ago where they're just like how the fuck did we go from jonak mvp to literally like what, what we had last year and just like the despair associated with that franchise man i feel for excelsior fans because they man. had a big fan base in 2018 and it's just trickled it's just like a fucking crypto coin just like and slowly a- going down 99 percent. they're just like the fan base is just like we're out we, we can't um- can't hold on to this. They have a cool brand too. They like had a cool aesthetic. They had this kind of like underground fucking, you know, that we were talking about earlier, but like, you know, the subway trains and shit like that. Like they're in general, their graphics and stuff like that have also been like kind of neat. And I love the brand of NYXL. And when we did the the homestand in New York, there was a lot of, there was a lot of like there's small activations and New York being there. I don't know, man. They, they just had a, such a cool brand. They had cool fucking players. And then we end up with this fucking bullshit. I'm like, come Hey, at least like, their jersey this year is good. Go wrong. I mean, sure, yeah, fine, whatever. But dude, if it is this hodgepodge, I'm definitely with Connor. Like, what the fuck have you done? Like, go one way or the other. At the end of the day, it. I just do not believe any of these rumors right now. It's just so hard to fucking tell what's going on with this team. And they yeah, also, I'm, I bet, it's behind crazy. closed doors. They don't fucking know what's going on either. It feels like so. I'm withholding judgment until we actually see the full roster, or at least half of it, or you know, maybe a couple has picked up. I want to tell all documentary about yeah. New York and Valiant. Like, I literally want to oh. see like a found footage documentary with the player and like staff interviews of like what that happened on both these teams. Lit. I think they would go and say that would be some of the most deranged content we've ever seen <laughs> in esports. Like, just be. seeing the decisions that happened in back rooms, like all the Valiant players huddled for warmth last year. There's no heating in the apartment. They're all sharing one cup of ramen. Like, I just want to see, like, what, like, those two teams in particular, if we did, like, the, you know, the, 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 
what was it? Was it Team Liquid did like Breaking Point ages ago with Dardock and oh, the yeah. League? Yeah. Like if we did that That's, with Valiant New York, best documentary. Yeah, it's it one of good. it's the best. It's probably one of the best esports, if not the best esports documentary ever made. Um, it would go so hard. It would go so insanely hard to see what what transpired in those back rooms for those for those organizations. Just the various amounts of insanity <clears> that occurred. <throat> But we'll wait and see. I'm, re- I'm reserving my judgment because right now I'm like, I am prepared to unleash my fury on New York at any point. But I don't know where they're standing because they're fury like, oh, free agent? stuff. Uh, fury I mean, free agent? Isn't, isn't Fury a free, free agent? Yeah, right? unleash sure Fury is. on this team. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, um, if they sign Fury, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, if they, I mean, you know, I'd be if fine they with that. that there. They sign Fury, Fitz, Changun as head coach. You're like, okay, that's actually kind of sick. Like, we'll see how the rest of the team ends up. I don't know because Fitz is still exceptionally good as a player, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or if they go the other way and they still like hard push the marginalized gender roster, it's like I want them to at least the get a meme player, not Fitz. Like, get a meme player. Put like Crystal on this roster. Put like Crystal, Crystal? on this roster. Like then, like oh I'd be like, okay, God. then it's then it's like then we have like the most meme team ever. Ugh. But like like bring out Crystal. Like just like make the true meme. Don't put Fitz on this roster. I beg of you. I'm fucking begging of you. Changun is the perfect coach for this team. If he is actually the coach, the literally the perfect coaching choice. If they're choosing to build the most cursed thing of all time. You know, I I find it really interesting that Fitz is uh, seems like his behind the scenes value. I don't know if it's it doesn't look very high because if is New York his best option. I have to imagine if he had better options, he would have gone to those options instead. So is Fitz kind of just assuming he's on the team? Is he kind of just settling for this because it's all he has? It just what does that say? Like, does, did no one else want him? What's going on there? It seems really. New York's put him in the super max. They're giving him the three. They're giving him the three plus one super max Overwatch. He's getting the Carpe <laughs> deal. He's getting the Carpe Gushway deal. Honestly, for New York. That's, that's not a bad Jesus retirement package. So that's a three-year severance deal. I'll take that. Yeah. I think that's that's a bold move from Fitz. We'll we'll have to see how that comes out. How this, I, out look, this team has just made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, and like the off season has just not been kind to them at all. Like, not like not that people should be kind. To them. And I will not be kinder. Fucking, yeah, I'll be no, no one, kinder than the off season. No one is going to be kind to this team because of the press fucking that they put out there. Everybody fucking hates that shit, and they still try and go along with it. Like I don't know, it, it's pissed me off. It's this shit's pissed me off, bro. Yeah, can we move on? Fuck this right. team. At this All point, right. it's it's so ridiculous how, like, even Valiant. I want the documentaries, Connor. We are yeah, we need the documentaries. Season. We are going to make these documentaries. Myxl and the Valiant. We're gonna pull back the fucking curtain. We're gonna I have mean, to travel to China discover. to get some of these player interviews. But oh man, I mean, it would be just astounding what comes. It would out. be the greatest piece of investigative just, journalism we've ever seen. It's just frustrating from like a league standpoint too, or like a casting standpoint as well, where. You just want every team to be like kind of competitive and how the LA Valiant have been. Um, obviously, Avril, you were saying a bit earlier, LA Valiant, they've had one of their better years recently. Yeah. Uh, when when the roster was first kind of incepted, when they did end up moving to China, that was that a was bad. disaster. Like, that was bad. God, they took like two maps. And it's just frustrating, man. Even from a, like, a viewer's Dude, I figured out. I understand what happened. Just, the the yeah, shit I, Valiant always follow you. So you were in APAC in their China year. And oh, uh, you know, and then and now yeah. they're coming back. Yeah, maybe you know? they're And, and you weren't yeah, you weren't in APAC last year, but that's when they were actually I mean, like maybe. I won't use the word good, but they were at least competitive. 
Yeah. So, but like, just... that's the that's the problem, right? Like, viewers want that shit ideally to be competitive. As <laughs> like a commentator and as like a producer and shit like that, the league obviously wants them to be competitive somewhat. If they're kind of a bad team, but they still put up a decent fight, it's like okay, great. Like like last year, Valiant. I, but like NYXL, say, if they do end up bombing this year, it's just going to be frustrating all around. One of my favorite games from yeah. last year was LE Valiant's first win to break their loss streak, and also Dia's, I guess, first official win. And seeing that uh, that meme picture of him that had the, the freeze frame, which was unintentional, yeah. by the way. It was just bad internet, and his webcam froze on that face with a big smile. That was <laughs> yeah, one of the oh, truly, yeah. like, a super awesome moment happening in the league last year. I do remember that quite well. Anyway. Anyway. It the rest no, of Valiant. It was, it was a good moment. I mean, it makes... Turbo shit teams make for very fun moments. They make for extremely yeah, fun they, moments. They like, if we, get a new, if we get a toilet bowl redux of, like... We get Valiant versus New York this year. We're going to have like Crystal on the DPS line and like Shangun will sub in because their support players like have quit the team or something like, like, oh, I think that like if we have Valiant and that competing and we get a Toilet Bowl 2.0, it's been a long time. Like the original Toilet Bowl was one of the greatest Overwatch League moments in history. Like it was literally one of the greatest events ever to occur. It's yeah. still, people were making references to it in Valorant. Like there, because so many Overwatch League fans like uh, that watch Overwatch League or used to watch Overwatch League now watch Valorant. Like people were like, there was a, a, a there was a game happening today between um, a, a Chinese a now Chinese team called FPX and a team called as French team called Carmine Core. And people were like speculating this is going to be like the toilet bowl, the first toilet bowl of the VCT <laughs> oh, season. Come on. And so people no people way. were referencing like that that the original toilet bowl, like linking to my vod of like the toilet bowl, of, like this is it, like this is the moment, like. Like I, that's such an iconic moment in esports history is the Houston Boston toilet bowl. If we got a re, if we got a redo of it, when, I think when Valorant fans have to look at Overwatch history to get all the uh, yeah. the context. That's the backstory, you know. I right. watch the prequel movie first. All right, just be competitive, please. Just <laughs> so, be competitive. Come on, New York. We uh we had some breaking news during the podcast, but can't. Oh, really? It's not really something to go into too much. Uh, but essentially they announced the uh the committees for some of the European uh teams mm. and the groups oh, officially. Sick. So they've set okay. up team pages for all of the teams, and you know it's the, the the usual suspects. It's cool to see, for example, um Team France. They always go hard, so they got get amazed as their head coach and um uh, Casores is coaching for the Netherlands. Um, Nuki is involved with the with the with the German team this year. Um, so, you know, there's there's nothing t too much to like discuss and go in on. Uh, but I did notice one thing here um, for uh, Team Sweden. You know, naturally, I had to go visit this page. So this is the page. You know, it says open trials. You can sign up, and like these are supposed to be the players, I suppose, with the headshots. And then down here, it says the committee, and it's a social league, general manager, coach. Um, How are you, Johnny? Is Kempster the GM of Team Sweden? <laughs> is that not it? That can't. Nah, that can't. No, his he name is Kevin Person. That Kempster's name is Kevin Person. No, no there I'm has to be. Is that a common Swedish name, though? Is that a common or that's, is that a common Swedish name? <laughs> yeah, but isn't it? Is there? Is there other? Is surely is that? Is it? But there's it's no common, way right? There are two Kevin. Kevin Passion no in Overwatch. In Overwatch. Okay, yeah, are, is the Overwatch GM allowed to play in the World Cup? <laughs> no, he's just going to he's going to show up in a Swedish suit and that's it. So, if Which okay, so here's the question, suit, if, by the way. If Kevster is the GM and not let's say theoretically this is the case. If Kevster is the GM of Sweden, does Sweden have any chance if he can't play? I don't think there's any chance no. they have. I think they they probably just lose. The Swedes are in the league right now. Kevster and is there any other Sparker. Swedes? Sparker. Yeah, Sparker, who's really good, yeah. but like yeah. I think Donna Diaz, your third I, DPS, and Dulcich maybe. 
I think if they don't have Kepster, though, this is severely... The Kepster the going to the back office position in Team Sweden has severely hurt their chances. Yeah, that's not, that's not great. I was just like... It's the best meme ever. Team UK go crazy, though. I would Christian love, coach. I would love to see Kevster in a suit, in a suit jacket, suited up for his general general manager business. You know whose fault this is? This is because Johnny turned down the GM position. He's like, I just got to go to Kevster then. That's yeah. true, actually. Yeah, that's Next true. Next best wow. choice is Kevster. <laughs> that's true. Did <laughs> I did not sign up for the committee? I I I have. Well, who's on respect? Team. USA. Oh, it's just the European I don't teams think that are announced. I don't think it's been announced. No, they haven't hopefully announced. It, hopefully, Aero comes back. Oh, yeah. Team Sweden's yeah, Overwatch team, Twitter team says has Christopher and Tasmo for Christopher Tasmo, and then the social lead for Vegas, who actually I think she's yeah. really good. Um, like T is her name or something. T. Like yeah. yeah, like I actually think that actually, despite have, uh, Vegas is very forgettable, but I do think they actually have like a decent like graphics and the graphics and stuff so, have been really which is pretty much exclusively t i think so like actually i think you team uk is like a pretty nice staff lineup so i like that oh. with tasmo and well <laughs> as you'd have it the the website and the team sweden twitter it says different information so <laughs> according oh, to this okay ah, introducing right, team sweden's okay. overwatch world cup committee and it's my gs your general manager almost panda's team but, but what if one of those are team. wait does it does it put their full name their official name though because it only has their tags so what if one of them is named kevin pearson or whatever what are the chances that's two given persons that in overwatch brilliant, what are the chances that's fucking i was about incredible. to say there was like because like i that is simply the most bizarre thing after <laughs> was like the gm of team sweden that would be the most bizarre i thing. wanted it, i wanted it so badly to be true i I wanted to see that it. It would be ridiculous. Because uh, it was mis misleading because there was no photos. There was no photos, which is like, oh, it's Kevin Passion. I was like, okay, all right. I guess that's Kevster then. But <laughs> okay. no, it's too Kevin Passion. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. What a time, wow. huh? Wow. Well, you know, Marty is quite experienced, actually. You know, it says former manager for Team Sweden and Morning Stars as well, who used to play in Contenders, of course. Oh, so, Morning Stars. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What a team. All, yeah, Team Sweden committee. Going hard this year. I'll cheer you guys on. But they I still have a chance now. Kevster can still play. Yeah, There's Kevster still a chance still for Team play. Sweden. Although they have to make a meme out of that. Kevster in a suit jacket. That would be funny. Yeah. They got look at their Twitter game. They got memes and everything. What does it say? Is that a Swedish oh. pepping? Yeah. What does it say, Johnny? This is a Grudan Bowl. You know you don't know who Grudan Bowl is? No, no I don't know who that is. No. No. <laughs> I'm lacking the information. I'm lacking the Swedish information. You need to step up your Swedish meme game. Froggy yeah, ball. Clearly. Okay. Never seen this frog. Swedish Pepe then, yeah. The Swedish Pepe. <laughs> Swedish Pepe. Why do all the why did all the Scandinavian countries come up with their own individual Pepe? Like Finland has like the walrus <laughs> one too. Like the This one's from 1987, bro. Like, why did every Scandinavian country independently come up with a different Pepe? Like, why uh, does Nor does Norway and Denmark have one? Like, what's what's going on over there? How wh why are you all Pepe pilled so much? It's a 1956 movie. Let's watch from it. Swedish Pepe. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Swedish meme game. Can you do that on ball? It's probably out of copyright, right? We're allowed to watch it. If not, we can just go to Kick. <laughs> we can just go to Kick and next to Aiden Ross. Oh, yeah, who, we can just go to Kick and do it on there. views on NFL. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, just, just literally co-streaming the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. That was ridiculous shit. All right. Oh, yeah. So, essentially, I, we should move on. But you know the, the frog that says, like, it's Wednesday, my dudes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This just says, it's Friday, my friends, or something like that. So that's the Swedish memes. It's Friday, my friends. Epic. Okay. Epic. I need to know friends. if Norway and Denmark have their own Pepe's now. I need to Here's know. Da Danish, I don't know. Danish Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I, not I necessarily, it's not necessarily a Pepe per se for the Finland one. It's because it's like not a frog, but like, it's like a, a meme creature. A, me a creature that is memed all the time. They're mm. meme creature. All right, let's move on to the last, uh, the last topic of our uh, podcast here today. So earlier today, uh, it seemed like when I woke up anyway, uh, the jerseys were leaked for some of the teams uh, this upcoming season in 2023. I don't know if it's official, but it seems very much like it is official indeed. So what I did this morning, I made a tier maker. And Woo! we're Yay! going to make tiers and rank teams. Wow, you sound enthusiastic, Avril. Um, I'm glad to have you on here to, to rate these jerseys. <laughs> But actually, uh, no, not actually. I don't have anything to say. Let's do it. Um, so, you know, we got this tier maker, but also, you know, we got all these screenshots as well. You can take a further look mm -hmm. at the jerseys and we'll judge them one by one. So, um, so yeah, let's, let's kick things off with the charge. Unless you guys what have are any the how, how, many ranks, how many ranks do we have? S, A, B, C, D, F. Oh my God, it's a lot yeah. of ranks. We could have removed one, um, but I mean, I could have removed D. I don't, delete row. Yeah, sure. Because I want F in there. We need to have F in there somehow. Let's okay, I, we already know F. We already know F. Soul? Soul? Wait, hold on. Soul? Okay. Yeah. We, we, we got to take a look at the jerseys. So I think we'll take it, we'll take it one by one, okay? Vast, okay. We'll I got a, we'll I got a question Seoul. for Guangzhou. That, uh, that city in the bottom, if we look at Guangzhou, is that the Guangzhou Economic and Technological Development Zone that keeps getting memes? I, I, it must be. We can it finally be, see right? it. That's what it looks like. Can, Glory to the Guangzhou. <laughs> Technological development zone. Maker, because the feed obviously on our end just goes a bit wacky. What you can't see this jersey. Um, um, it's very also. Does this include the Boston or Justice jerseys in this? Uh, I think so. Okay, I hope so. All right, because like Thanks. Boston and Justice also re fully released their jerseys, so they've right. yeah they released them the other day, eh? Yeah. Have That's the back of the jersey. I do not have a tier maker with the back and the forward. I I I am working no, with very limited information. You don't have Boston. This is a bit here. scuffed. Okay, I did not put the, the the extreme amount of effort that maybe this segment deserves. But it's fine. All right. You have time to add in the Boston Washington jerseys, or is it too late? Uh. All right. Fuck it. I could do that. I'm going to add in the Boston. Wait. I unlinked my Twitter account from the tier maker, so I gotta redo all that shit. Um, Bro, you I don't even, you don't even have the shock jersey. The shock jersey is one of the best ones. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, my oh, not my, my producer, God. not my producer. Let's see here. I actually don't even remember what the justice yeah. one. This was. is missing is the Houston jersey as well. Yeah, is there a list like out there that I can just see? As there's a thread on Reddit that has a oh, bunch of them. Reddit? Okay, let me have a look. Um, I got a <clears throat> well. The the thread on Reddit only has the leaked ones. It exactly. doesn't have all of them. Johnny just went to that one thread. I just went to the one thread. I'm gonna go oh, I find. Can, I can get you the the Houston ones officially on the website now. On the website, is it on their Twitter? Oh, the, yeah, I'll link it to you. 
So who's officially so oh, shock? You can get you shock. can get shock, Washington, Boston, and Outlaws there. So those are easy. You can get those ones. The just, images, I mean. Yeah, just, those right there. Um. Well, yo, I haven't seen the Infernal one. That guy's kind of crazy. Yeah, the Infernal. I actually like the Infernal one. Yeah, so do I. Wow, the Houston one is pretty, pretty. I like that. Pretty nice. Yeah, I actually. I think so yeah, too. We've been bagging on uh, Valiant, but like the Valiant jersey. No, Valiant one's we, not bad either. We've yeah. been bagging on New York as well. New York one goes. No, oh, but New, that. but New York, New York has their problem has literally never been their branding. Their problem, aside from the fact yeah, that they couldn't decide between Anbox or Nex or Nixel or like you know like their 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 overarching branding, but like their actual graphic design and such has always yeah. been. Really good. Sorry, audio oh, listeners. I'm gonna are... make some sound. Dude, some of these are nice. Some of these are actually nice. All right. And then the some Houston of them are like, one. is that all? Like, is there more? Yeah, the Spitfire leaves a lot to be desired, but. Well, Houston has like the Vince. They have like the gamer Vince and the Houston jersey. Uh, I don't know oh, if you guys have Washington seen that. Is there as well? Oh my God. Yeah, Justice released theirs as well. Yeah. Wow. Justice's is am the I, most am I losing touch? jersey like. Yeah, yes. probably. Wow, I'm sorry, but this is I different mean, it's, though. It's Some of these are different. What do you mean? Is it the soul one is different? This is like last year's soul. No, okay, no they've only the, you, it says 2023. There's only five yeah. officially on the shop oh, website. Oh, yeah. Oh, I it see. says 2023. Okay. Like it's only been it's only been shock, Houston, Justice, Boston, and um. One more that I've actually. So what? So what this means is outlaws. Outlaws just threw their their jersey on the shop and just didn't announce on socials at all. No, outlaws did. They didn't. They? Yeah, they they put they made an announcement tweet for it and they got roasted. People hated it. Really? Really? Yes. Outlaws. I mean, let me look at what's what's bad about the outlaws one. What? Um, I mean, once again, so this is a wider discussion about jerseys before we get into this. I personally believe that jersey, the jersey design conversation in esports is one of the hardest because the thing is, everyone jerseys are dumb to begin with. Like they're just dumb. And secondly, <laughs> like can you they're, elaborate on that? They're, well, because like think about like all the people. Like how many people do you know that we're like people wear sports jerseys because it's like insanely popular. But even then, the amount of sports fans really don't wear jerseys that often because they're not like a casual wear thing. Jerseys aren't really like a casual wear thing, which is why esports, I think, is kind of shifted away from the jersey look to like more of like a streetwear, streetwear casual look, yeah. um, just like overall clothing style. So okay. jerseys are already hard to like get right. And then also clothing taste is so subjective anyways that like you can produce something that's like, oh, this is like some people are like, oh, this is great. Other people are like this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like it's that's why there's like 80 kajillion clothing brands, because everyone has very different tastes. So like. When you see backlash on jerseys, people are like, wow, this sucks. Like, I'll see stuff where, like, I remember, like, I'm not going to say. So I'll say I have seen the Mayhem jerseys. I can't obviously show them Ooh. what they are, but I've seen the new Mayhem jerseys. And I've had people, like, be like, wow, this is really good. And other people be like, this is trash. Like, it's just, like, it's all, like, it's so jersey shit yeah. is also noticed, sub um, it's so subjective. I noticed you so had a plural do. there. Is there more than one jersey? Yeah, there's the official Vast collab jersey that's coming out. Um, and on the front of it, there's going to be a mouse along with um, some of my favorite so you're quotes telling me, that I've said. You're telling me some of the players at various points may be forced to wear in a Vast 
collab jersey with a mouse. Yeah, the also they have to pay game. for it themselves because the org won't pay for it. So like okay, if they want the jersey, the valley, I'm, I'm, making them, I'm making them pay for my jersey. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that's my own rule that I'm enforcing. That like, right. The players have to buy the jerseys from me. All right, you know? so yeah. I, I, I've set it up. I think, how many jerseys? Three, four, five, six, seven. You were, mi you were missing, I think, five jerseys. You have 19 in total then? Uh, which which well, team is hard. missing? Which team... 19 so what team are we missing then yeah i got 19 here god damn the team it. is missing uh, you don't have rain chengdu i don't think i have a Chengdu. you don't here. oh you don't have chengdu you oh you do have rain my bad chengdu, you don't have chengdu, yeah, chengdu, chengdu is, is the only one that hasn't been leaked or announced at all okay and they said chengdu are under lock and stuff, key so, yeah they're under lock and key if they, oh, they that is never... a team that truly is a mystery this year because they are on a budget and they're a chinese team what the, what I they hyped it up though. They said they were gonna change up the colors. Didn't like the design person for Chengdu come out and chat about it. Uh but yeah, it, really? it, it, yeah, there was uh there was on the Reddit, you know. I get all my information, I get all my facts from Reddit. Um and there was there was I remember Pre came out and said he was gonna change the colors for Austin and he did. I didn't hear anything yeah, about so, Chengdu. No, I don't mean the official team colors, but for the jersey at least, that the jersey would be okay. like a bit altered. So we'll Interesting. see what happens with that. Just, uh, it's just panda colors, black and white. Yeah, well, we, yeah I mean, we, who, knows? Like who knows? We'll see what happens. Anyway, so yeah, let's get into it. I think I think I have all the images here now. So we got 19 here now. So just missing Chengdu. Let's kick it off one by one. We got 19 jerseys to go through. So let's not spend forever here on this. But kicking off with the charge, then we got a white. We got the signature, the navy, and like the teal lightning, and with the city down here. What do we think? If you like minimalism, Mid. you will probably enjoy this. It's because it's like Boston. It's very minimal. But if you love the Guangzhou economic development zone, like Avril was saying, then you are be a huge fan of this. I don't know. Uh, yeah, economical and technical development zone. You'll love this. I personally, <laughs> as someone that likes, doesn't mind minimalism, I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's like top tier. I'd put it as a mid. Yep. I agree with you. It is very it's mid. mid. I yeah. think it's, I think it's, I mean, I think it's clean. I, 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 think it's it's I think the contrast yeah. is nice, nice between the white and the, the, the shades of blue that they use in this jersey. Like, if I was, you know, so, okay, here's going to be my scoring system. You know, if I, would I wear this out? Say, if I went to, like, Guildhall and, like, cheered on the Overwatch League broadcast and, like, had a few drinks, would I wear their jersey Wait, do we, have to, do we all have to abide by that system? No. Because I will no, literally never, system. you'll never catch me dead wearing a jersey. No. Never. That's not even your system. own Avast collab jersey. Connie is no. like the biggest Grinch of all time. It's actually I think, fucking. I think I hate I hate jerseys. I hate them. I hate them. I hate jerseys. Fucking I hate esports. Them. He moved out of esports. He barely comes on. I haven't moved out of esports. I'm still here. I'm still here. He works for Misfits. Doesn't work for Mayhem anymore. And he hates. How do you uh, clothes, How do you That's feel crazy. about your season one Avast Boston jersey? It's insane, bro. What? What? I mean, I feel bad. Like I feel with all jerseys. Wow. It's like not very. He hates Boston. He hates mayhem. Like, I don't hate my jersey because it's my jersey. I hate the jersey because it's a jersey. It's yeah. two different things. <laughs> I just, that's such a dumbass take, bro. Anyway, I just don't like jerseys. I don't I, like them. I, I don't I, like how they look. I, well, we're gonna talk about it for the next hour. So enjoy it, Avast. It's gonna be great. This is worst, <laughs> worst topic. <laughs> yeah. I so, I'm happy. I'm happy to put this. I think this is like a B. I feel yeah. like it's a B. B. I'm not a big B? fan of the. I would B almost be like mid, top of B or like low A. 
There's only five oh, B. B is mid, oh, right? Oh, no. Okay, you didn't have D. Put it in B. 100%. Yeah, B put is B. mid. Put in B. So I'm happy yeah, with put B. B. Okay. B is mid. All right. Literal, I'm fine with B. Charge, charge is B. All right. We yeah. can always organize the rankings of it later. Let's just worry about the macro groups. Spark. Okay. Spark. And they have they have like small little things here. I kind of like the, this. In, in the pink as well. So, you know, there's I, the official logo, I also for like example. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. This is almost Hawaiian-esque. This is A. A. No, it's a little a. finger guns. It's a little finger guns in there. Yeah, but yeah there I, I like it. Finger guns, is it? There's like some a. finger guns, but there's also like. I mean, it's tough to tell from this. I like the vibe. I like that. It's minimalist. It's minimalist, but it's not. How the you fuck like is it minimalist? It's, it's, there's because shit they're not. Like, it's not like a fucking. It's not white on pink. It's like slightly it's the same darker color, shade basically. of pink, right? So it's like it's still like minimalist, kind of. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I I like, I like it. Jersey. I like it's it. It's not like an S tier, it but it's definitely an A. No, I think this is B as a. well. B. Yeah, I think. Well, this well is we're B. voting. I, how I many? Like how many are voting A? I like. A, I think A because I think it's better than Charge Jersey. We have three A's. Oh we have three A's. Three charges A's. B. Holy I think this is better than Charge Jersey. Oh yeah, God. it's better than Charges. Yeah. Dallas Fuel. I. So I think this C, one's a little too basic maybe? for me. Yeah, this one's a little C too basic. basic. It's like minimalism, but like it's not. It's too basic. It's lazy minimalism because it's just got a basic. big fuel logo, and it's like, yeah, yeah. we're done. And it blends into yeah. this part here. I don't like how it blends in. Like if it was a bit smaller, like down here. Like there's a line there. By the way, totally not a, de a designer in any way. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. But I don't like it. Well, this is just here. clothing. Everyone, You're right, though. though. You're we're, right. Allowed to, we're allowed to talk about it. You know, we're allowed. We're allowed yeah. to talk about clothing. This this looks. For what is meant to be a new jersey, this looks like last year's jersey with the big fat logo yeah. on your left abdomen. It's just I feel like I they know. could have done not, a lot more. They have like it's not, one of the most like brand wise and like I icons wise, like they have a fire, like a literal flame. I think they could have done a lot better than they could have had like, shoulder local. pauldrons filled with gasoline that you could light on fire. Yeah, guy <laughs> Fieri shirt, but in fucking blue. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, blue no, Fieri that's for the Infernal. The Guy Fieri shirt's <laughs> that's, for the Infernal. That's, that's yeah, the Infernal. That they have the Fieri. Anyway, I think this is a D. No, yeah, sorry, a it's C. It's either a C or a D. a D. It's max C, no, potentially no D. a D. Uh, there's no D. Well, so just C. I would say C. It can't go F then. It's not F. It's not F tier. <laughs> it's, it's not C. F. It's not trash. Okay. It's not F. I, I, yeah, I, I go C. I go C. Uh, yeah. We could also, I could also just change these values. So we could, you know, if it gets weird, we could. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. This is fine. Alright, someone wants me to kind of look at the back of the jerseys, but I don't have the back of the jerseys, so I don't know yeah. how to. I don't even. That. If I have to look at the back, I don't care. Yeah. I want to see the front. Soul Inferno. Inferno. Got some flowers. I like okay. it. S. This is S. I like this it. is good. I like it. Good. I actually colors. do like it. Good arrangement of like uh, the picture of the the cherry blossom. I think this is very cool. I got. It. I have one criticism. This the middle band part. This is Soul Inferno. It's just black on black there with the black background. It's it's kind of just blends. It, 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 I feel like it's got to have some contrast. I, I feel this like it's kind of weird. This might be a render of the T-shirt, though. No, like that could be. I don't like. Know. I mean, I don't think it's a like, band, right? So maybe it is fucked. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I, I think all the, the other jerseys won't be, you know, all the, the other jerseys, yeah. the middle band parts are different colors, so that the, the, yeah. it stands up. That that is my only real criticism. In fact, I think it would be better if all the the flowery stuff, the tree stuff, kind of. If it blended into the text, it blended. Yes, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some, yeah. Like that. Then I should it. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I, it's I agree. a good I concept, but like, why? Why do? Why do all the? Why do all the jerseys have to have like the chess binders? Anyways, like I'm trying to be know. Mulan. Like I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like why do they have Sorry, to have that why. anyways? But it's I overall, like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. This one is I think at least it's at least a. 
potentially we could reorganize it to S depending. Do we want to do a relative ranking system or do we want to do a pure, like a pure ranking system of like, we strictly don't believe it could, any of them could be S tier theoretically. No, I think uh, there's a couple of S tiers for me, I think we'll legitimately. Do, uh, yeah, so I, I think we'll do relative. And, yeah. So I, some I, like I would personally put it in. I like it. Even with the band in the middle. I, yeah, I, I, I really What's like it. What's the vote here? What's Johnny going? Um, I, I want high A for now with the potential of moving up to S. If not, I, agree, satisfactory. I need to see yeah. I need to see maybe yeah. a review, maybe a review at the end, but it definitely deserves at least an A. Yeah, because so, I think it's better than Sparks. Oh, oh the... yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. There we go. New York. S tier. I like, actually love this. I quite like this. I love that. This. this is actually insane. This is, again, the best part about this roster is always the design of the jerseys and all that kind of stuff. It's so, chaotic. Yeah. The design doesn't really do it justice, but I think there's supposed to be some like New York elements here. So uh, here's the. Well, you can see like the Statue of Liberty and such. Yeah. So like. Yeah. I like how it looks. I mean, it's definitely. I I could I could see it's it's good enough to where I could give it like an S. I think. I just think it like it's it's more unique than anything else. It's kind of bland. I don't want something too crazy, and this is probably on the verge of being too crazy. But it doesn't enter the realm of too crazy for me. Just crazy enough. I'm like, this is. It's got some cool stuff going on that makes it stand out among the rest of the jerseys. It doesn't have the no, blues sorry. from New York. Yeah, I don't no. love the gray on black. Everything is gray. I, I, I think it's the gray on black. If it had yeah. the blue, though, as like an accent color or something, yeah, it exactly. might be a little bit better. I, yeah, I would go elevated a bit. But I like the sketch look of it. It feels very sketchy, yeah. you know? And the sketch, like that that's kind of cool. You I like how that sketchy. looks. I like I'm the sketchiness of it. A it actually, you know, you know what one of the best jerseys ever in of watching history was the New York third kit from I think season three. It was ridiculously good. Dude, that is crazy. You can remember that. Like, if you were to ask me, what do you remember the second kit from 2019? I'd be like, uh, I'd be like, okay, how about what, what's next? We're gonna do fucking linear algebra. I can algebra remember, and I can like, remember yeah, the I can second kit from 2019. It was just white and then whatever the normal color is. That's crazy. That's insanity. You you have pushed out all <laughs> skills of your brain like SpongeBob in the Fine Dining episode. In fact, I I can remember what your second kit in 2018 was. It was a white version of whatever the normal kit is. Well, wasn't that just a home in the way? Oh, do you mean yes. this? There's only two yeah. kits. Yeah, so it's just home and away. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Oh my god. I didn't call them, we didn't call them kits. We called them home and away back in yeah. the day. Some of these were average. But oh, I, dude, I, I, I think good. this third kit was nice. Yeah, I, Not I, I like really the rest know. of it's kind of boring, but the logo with the New York backdrop in the lo inside the NYXL 3D. logo is so Building good. Sticking out. Yeah, I actually think that's sick. Just the logo though, the rest of it's kind of Cruise. whatever. The, the, future, the, the fucking jersey! The referee! The shock one. Now, the defiant one, I, I'm gonna be honest, people, I, I think people hated it. this. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I yeah. liked it, personally. Yeah. The justice one I thought was doo-doo dog shit, so. Yeah. These, these jerseys are nice. Fuck, now we're going back to 2020, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is 2020. Yeah. Well, I actually peach. don't mind the peach that, the like, peach. The, yeah, the, the peach Atlanta jersey was kind of nice. Anyway, fun. That was fun. So I, I think on the New York. I, yeah. I S for me. I don't know about S. you guys. I'll give it yeah. an S. I think I'm, it's I'm, fire. Yeah. I, it's yeah. different. It's it's fun. I think if yeah. we're gonna give that S though, I think Infernal should go S personally. I'd agree with that. Yes. I'd agree with yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. La Valiant. <laughs> actually, like I actually yeah. like it. It's I actually like it. 
it uses the band quite well because they flipped the colors from the top to the bottom. So like the the accent is dark blue on the top, where it's light blue on the top, and the background is light blue on the bottom, where it's dark on the top. I like that. They use the band really well, and the arms look kind of cool. I don't think we haven't really seen. No, I think the wings going up to the minimal to the small logo, like that kind of like a that kind of like cool. wing unfolding thing up to there, like it kind of it looks nice. Nice to me. The only thing no, I don't know if I like is the, me. the shoulder stuff is weird to me. The rest of it's fine. I agree. I don't think the shoulder stuff is necessary. The shoulder stuff looks like an XFL jersey a bit. XFL. Like it kind of looks like something where I'm wearing like all XFL was like the it's like the it was like the third tier professional sports ball league football no. league in America. And they all had like crazy weird color schemes, I think, if I remember properly. <laughs> okay. So I think they're supposed to be clouds, no? I don't fucking know, but it looks no, like I if someone know, vomited on the shoulders, the I don't worst. think it could make a difference. <laughs> I mean, me, I mean, you know, maybe the clouds over Ohio right now, they could be those clouds. Yeah, maybe those. I don't, yeah. think. I, I don't think. I, for me, this is going to be crazy. I, I, I personally think B, I, I don't feel this one that hard. No, it's, it's I don't think C it should be, most. I don't think it should be, I don't think it should be A, but I don't think I'd be, I'd either be willing to do B or top of C. B, definitely is my B. current. No, I think, it's I think I think this is better than the fuel jersey for sure. Yeah. This is definitely better than the fuel yeah. jersey. I'd say, and I I would say it's comparable to the charge jersey. I think I like the so charge jersey be. more. Sure. Yeah, uh, I like value, but behind the charge, B, B but behind the charge. Yeah, I can live with that. I can live with that. All right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Vegas Eternal. Okay, I actually really like this. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool, but. They're still appropriating uh, the cock when they're in Las Vegas. So I don't yeah. understand you know this, you know why this, they're using the you cock. Know, this looks like a legitimate... I could see somebody on WSOP wearing this. I could no. see Phil Helmuth wearing this. No. The what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, this looks like some fucking 16-year-old bought it off an Instagram ad. Or uh, the fucking carpet of the Bellagio yeah. or something. Like... Yeah, I was oh, actually it could be thinking it looks like a, could be a Persian really badly carpet. done tribal tattoo. In like the bands, and then you have designs in the. I just bands. like it's. I just like. I, I think. That, like I think it. more needs to happen on the top, but I just like that it's not just a bland jersey. That's just. It's a white jersey. I hate no. this dividing part. There's I no. No, the dividing the part the is strange. I agree. I don't understand this band in general. The band was not necessary. I don't understand why we had to put the chest binders on this. I don't get it. I don't understand. There was no point for this. But like, because this looks like a crop top to me. It looks like you're wearing yeah. a crop top, yeah. and then there's a yeah, second yeah. shirt underneath. <laughs> but the does the the actual like the overlapping like card, like you know, like you have the suits and stuff with the cock. Like I kind of like that. But also, the cock. But I also don't know why. Like the biggest problem here is just from an eternal standpoint. Like why do you still have the cock at all? You're not French. Yeah. You can't use it anymore. <laughs> I'm standing with the French. I'm standing with the French in this one instance. The French and every meme, every post that Vegas Eternal been posting, all the French people are be like, "Give us back the cock!" Like every time, they're literally <laughs> like in every post they make. And I'm I'm standing with the French. Okay, this is 1776 again. They I'm with them. Okay. Someone God made a very good Eternal logo. They just removed the head and the foot and made it into an infinity symbol. And that like Eternal and an, an infinity symbol is pretty cool. Like. Are they not allowed to change the cock? I guess. 
I don't, I don't know, know what the they just can't Why would they bothered. not be allowed they just to? Can't be bothered. I don't know. I just don't yeah. know. But like, I, I just remove the cock. I mean, the head and the yeah. fucking <laughs> the, the legs, and then turn it. Dude, they the could head. they could go crazy hard too. Germa lives in Vegas. They could just put the Germa head as their logo. They just put Germa, <laughs> the German Germa's head as logo. It'd be sick. I, that would I, be sick. I, I will say about this jersey. If you actually like zoom in and you just look at the bottom part, which doesn't you know with this uh, pixels doesn't make it. Uh, you know justice but like this lower part legitimately like looks great and like these stars yeah. or whatever it looks, looks like cool. some you i dig know, it i dig it like, I like Louis Vuitton stuff you know good color scheme like i love that i but, think if it was across then that yeah that uh, i mean come on yeah uh, if yeah. it was across the whole thing i'd love it more i'd love to Maybe see what the design like looked like if this part was in the top two and you just have the divider between the yeah, parts, I mean, right? I just don't think you need to divide at all. Like, if the entire jersey was that kind of look, I think it would look good. I feel like maybe, maybe it's symbolic of, like, you know, like, they're, it's them playing the regular season and then getting eliminated because they can't make postseason. Oh. Like, you know, notice, like, they make it to, buy, they make it to there. They make, you, the jersey is, like, 75% done, and then the top 25%, that's, like, the end of the season. They don't make it there. Yeah. So maybe it's, like, a, a, symbol, a symbolism choice. I would, put, I would put Vegas Eternal above charge for effort. Top of B. You don't think it's A? You don't think it's at least A? Could be A. I could be do not like it. But... I, I would struggle to put it above B. I'm going to be wrong. So here's the problem. I, if we were to chop off the top half of that shirt, it would be better than the charge. Unfortunately, the top half of the shirt is on it. So it's not better than the charge. <laughs> I don't think it should oh, be better than the charge on. because this the top part of it ruins it. Versus Vegas. But well, I mean, it, it ruins it a bit. It kind of ruins it for me. You, uh, I, I, I get it from the, I get it from the perspective that like if you're wearing a charge jersey, you're like, okay, minimalist, fine, I'm with it. But every time you see the eternal jersey, or every time you wear the eternal jersey, you'll be, just be like, ah, uh, the top part, it just annoys me. So like you're going to be bothered by the eternal jersey. Yeah, the it bothers one, me. Just, yeah, it, ir it irks me. It irks me. All right. Well, put charge above that. Charge is like the, it, it's like the gatekeeper of jerseys right now. <laughs> it's just yeah, holding the valiant and the turtle. Is over back. under? Is it better than charge or worse than charge? That's all it is. Yeah. Um, okay. Titans. S tier. I S -tier. love, I this, love it. this. This yeah, is amazing. I love it. The hue, the blue hue going up, and they've like. They've incorporated the band, kind of, right? So they stopped the blue hue going upwards as soon as it hits the band. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to have a good jersey this season, you've got to incorporate the fucking band somehow. And I think they did that really well. And one thing, a small thing, I like that they only have the, the Titans like face logo on one arm. I like that. I was going to say, one of the Yetis like is missing. But then also, it's a good meme. Like you're in the forest, there's a mountain there, and the Yeti is just in the corner. It's like in space. One. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I love. You I found love you found Bigfoot. Sure. It's in the sky. It's SD like the sure. perfect mix of like gradient meme, like what the yeah. fuck, and actually like professional suits, Dude. Vancouver Titans brand, and you know if you're a fan, you kind of get it. Like it's just the perfect mix. Of I think it is good though. I think it really is good. I really like it. I like it. I think it's. I think it's. I. I think it's. It's nice. I. I don't know. If, I'm not responding emotionally to it, but it's. It's. I can. <laughs> I can look at it and I can see like it's nice. It's nice. You know, I so know, wherever I know, you guys want to place it, I feel like. As, as, I know fair. Connor is very anti-chest uh, chest bind here, and this one hides it very well. It's yeah. almost like it's done. Yeah, it does. And, and also, it, does. it incorporates it at least. Like, I agree with yeah. Jack, actually. If you're going to have this goddamn piece of fabric over the middle, you might as well utilize it in the design. 
So like done that, they did do that. So they get points. They get the points for incorporating. The plane is really nice, apart from the one one logo. If they had double logo, it would look worse. Like 10, 10 times out of ten. I think this is a very very good jersey design. Where where the fuck is the back of the Vancouver Titans jersey? People are molding, and I'm like, where did you find the back of the Vancouver Titans jerseys? Is it uh, on what? the website? Where, dude, website. this is like this no is back. in this is in the jersey heads are out of control here. The jersey heads are absolutely <laughs> out of control right now. <laughs> on, on top of that, like. This is we've entered a zone that's like filled with just people that aren't there are there's designers and shit. Designers are some of the most they're so opinionated, like you know, and we're opinionated too, but it's a different thing because they have artistic merit to their opinions. And like, you know, this is like it's just like this is it's just not our zone here. It's not our zone. Much like if I'm the hue the blue hue from the Titans jersey, my zone is not above (laughs) the band. Oh wow above that. So okay. Well, someone 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 sent me the gallery. Okay. Someone sent me the gallery. The full gallery? Up. The full gallery leak? Wait, no, of the back one? of the jerseys, yeah. So. Just only oh, okay. the back? <laughs> what is... Why, also, why are there like... Back? What like what is this like WikiLeaks style like leak <laughs> for the jerseys where there's like 80 different PDFs <laughs> to go through? So, I'm going ooh, through the Panama Papers. There's, there's the New York one, the back of it. Really? Wait, that actually is really sick. Okay, the back that helps is, there. That is that's cool. cool. S-tier that's as cool. Fuck. That is very, very cool. Yeah, that's definitely S tier. I'm, fr- I'm from where beef is inevitable. That's on the that's New good. York. Jersey. That is yep. excellent. Right. Ninety-nine cents. Point. Statue of Liberty. Is that their budget this year? Here's the okay, the value. The value back is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the value back. I don't like, like the value back. Your ass. All right. Uh, that might have lost his book. Oh, look at it. That's, that's, that's good. That's, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's just the inverse of the. Actually, do you, do you know yeah, what this so. infernal jersey reminds me of? Like, I could see a, a pro darts player wearing this. You shot the pub, and this is what you wear. Yeah, oh, or like a Steven. Seag- I could see like a Steven Seagal character, and he like he's in his home yeah. with his with his katana and stuff. Like I could definitely see him wearing something like that. No, oh, the jersey. Ju- ju- <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not even colored in. That's an outline. Yeah, that's an outline. That's not even colored in. We're skipping. Let's, we need to find some here. more that were spark. That spark. I mean, it's same. pretty much just yeah. a replicating. Yeah, so yeah, it's fine. It's nice. This is charged. Got the gradient on the charge jersey. I don't. I kind of like it. I quite like it. Honestly, it's pretty good. Honestly. I, I don't mind it either. I think it looks unique. It looks unique because like the the way they did the shoulders and stuff. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Ooh. Holy. I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna be real. I don't know if it helps or hurts. Hey Jack. Hey Jack. Jack. I found out where they hid the second yeti. I found him. Yeah, there yeah. he is. I don't think that helps. I think if they just continued the mountain range going around, I think that would have. Yeah, that would have been SS tier. I would say. This does knock it down a peg, although it was still you are the front of the jersey. That's where most people are seeing. So I'm still I'm still willing to put it at S because the front of the jersey is still pretty. I safe. forfeit my S vote. Ooh. I after, yeah. after after it this should be A. Review, I a. Think a. A. Should be A. Okay. Oh, sure. I'm I'm honestly yeah. tempted to still make it potentially make it. No, nah, no, nah, Spark no, is pretty a. good. Spark's no, pretty good. Yeah. A. Where's, no, oh, yeah, here's a. Yeah, here's a that look, look, I mean, that looks because look at look yeah. at it looks nice when it's like an accent almost more so when you have it go all the way up and then it just stops, yeah. you know, like it almost looks better on the back than it does the front. Yeah. All right. There we go. There's the back of the jerseys. So we still charge still top of B or. The... Yeah, I think charge still still right. keeps yeah. its spot. Okay. Keeps its spot on the B. All right. Where are we at here? Spitfire. What is the back? Is there a back for it? There is yeah. indeed a back. There's the a same back. circles, I believe. Same. Oh, but so there's, there's a plane. A plane, oh, here, there's a plane. A circle. Uh, I'm, I'm not loving it. 
charged here, I think. I like, mean, I get what they're the trying game. to do, because like those those okay. fighter planes have like those circles, you know. I think it's like, I think it's reasonable. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's I don't think it's bad. I just I'm I not loving take. it. I yeah. I my take is that I actually like this better than the charges. Yeah, really? it's just too, it's yeah, too minimalistic. Better. It's too it's too little happening on the Chargers jersey. I actually prefer this one to Chargers jersey. I think this once again, this jersey would be immensely improved if there was not a band in the middle. Yeah, the baby blue is no. <laughs> I I, I, I personally name, yeah. am okay. I would be okay you to know put what? this around Chargers. This would also be improved if they got rid of the orange. I I don't. I think two colors is fine. Really? The orange makes it weird. I well, it's just a nice me. contrast. Well, part of the I don't. I, I think if they maybe just, what, had the. Why is it just there? Why are there just two little strips of orange? It's just in a weird place. It just seems weird to me. It, it feels like they're trying to make a character out of all the different geometric, like all the different colors. You know, like it feels like they're trying to like make a shape out of all this. And I don't know what they're trying to tell me. Like, there's like a hat. They're making a shirt. I think. I think. I think London. No, no, no. Do you know what London's jersey looks like? A smaller sh jersey inside of a jersey. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of see it a bit. The London. It looks London. like a smaller jersey go, go, inside. Go the, to the, the big top. picture. It looks like, like a, a small jersey, jersey inside of a jersey. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, a child jersey yeah. inside of a normal it's just jersey. Very, the way they segmented it. <laughs> I think I personally would not put this above charge. I would not either. It goes below charge. I think sure. it's yeah, yeah. I think it's just tab below. I would I would be tempted to put it down to C tier, but Ooh. I would. It's above value. I mean, like, for sure. It doesn't. It doesn't evoke emotional response to me, which okay. is why you I'm like. I figured out. I, I know how to improve the jersey. I know how to improve the London jersey. Yeah. If they got rid of the baby blue on the shoulders entirely and just made the entire top the dark blue and extended the orange like ring all the way around the uh, the arm area then i think it's a sick jersey yeah so that baby jersey in the middle actually looks better than the full jersey the problem is they, this baby blue is so prevalent in their logo they should that's have, fine they, they you, you have the baby blue the chest binder yeah. yeah you have it in the you have it in the band in the middle that's fine and to be fair to that point myxl's entire logo is blue True. and they had no blue on their yeah. jersey yeah so. yeah but you know that looks cool so i give them a pass it is yeah i mean it does look cool as like, if London were to drop the heatest right. jersey of all time and it had nothing to do with their colors, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You win. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. it's a good jersey. That's what you know, I feel like they should just almost, like, commit to, like, Navy camo. Because Spitfire are a bit military-ish, and you can have, like, Navy camo. Like, you know, I oh. think... Yeah, just yeah. copying the shock. Blue, or blue tiger. Yeah, blue tiger I, I mean, fuck it. If it. Even if it's copied the shock, I think Navy camo would be pretty sick on the Spitfire jerseys. So, um... All right, I kind of think like either on b below or above Eternals poker jersey. I personally would have Eternal above it. Okay. I hate the yeah. Valiant okay in B tier. Put Valiant down. Can we put Valiant down? Yeah. Okay. Put it down. Put it down. Yeah. C. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, the yeah. back the back is so bad. I'm willing to. Agree it's to so that. bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on to the next. Uh, one. Let's get on to the next one. This yeah. is gonna be funny as fuck. F F F F F F really though no problem Omega Omega F the Overwatch League you have gold two colors that go insanely well together and then they just write Seoul Korea absolutely Omega F Seoul Korea I've never seen like fonts it's just so lazy it's just unbelievably lazy the back is exactly the same but look show the back just for just for a laugh. Even though I know what it looks like, I just want to laugh. Where is it? Oops. 
Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> absolute yeah. Omega F, unbelievable yeah. large <laughs> F. This is a miss. Oh my god, complete miss. And you're right; they have so much potential, black and gold, and they're black literally from cool Seoul, Korea. There's, there's nothing to do with their logo. There's not, no, nothing to do with the tiger. There's just nothing to do with Korea tiger. Nothing. Yeah, it's just well, it's the, it's the Korea, biggest disappointment. It's got the fucking word on it, Korea. Oh yeah, so, oh Korea. Oh, so, like, miss F. It's got soul on there twice. I'm going to give times. a hot take, okay? I'm going to give a hot take. I feel like this jersey, especially, catches a bad rap because it's this like laid out graphical photo of it. If someone actually wore it, I wonder if it looked a little bit better. Also, I can tell you how to improve this jersey by by a magnitude right now. Instead of just saying Seoul, Korea, you could have some of it in Hangul, and that will actually make it stand out. And people yeah, that would, I mean, that would improve it that drastically. Would improve but improve it immensely. It would improve it, but it still wouldn't change the fact that, like, any... Just to me personally, if you have, like, the point of a jersey is... I understand the reason is, like, it's supposed to be represent the soul of a team, no pun intended. But, like, there's, like... There is, like... You know, you want to see some artistic representations and, like, things there. Not just text. Yeah, unless the text is like super like like really really like hard like the text hits different Stylized. like something like some sort of like an insanely infamous like really cool quote that you like stylize or something like but like realistically just putting the name of the city over and over again is not cool or interesting it's just like not it's not super unique necessarily people love it's to lazy. point out again by it's the just way, it's just lazy that it that it cuts off here from the korea so it says soul core soul core soul core <laughs> I mean, that kind of is ah, like a type, you know? People are soul core. Yeah, soul People core, soul core yeah. for sure. All right, I think we have our first F jersey. For no effort. They handed in the homework at the deadline. And this is what they came up with. I respect it. I respect it. All right. Save your time and effort. Atlanta Rain. Channeling the, the, Phoenix, the Phoenix waves. Um, and this is what they've done. God damn, this I is theory. not organized in the same way. It's literally just... I actually frames. think the I actually think the front of it because the way you know notice how they did the collar where like the phoenix is coming down on the front of it, the front of it, not the back. Like you see, there's oh, you can see the little, phoenix yeah. head. Like I actually kind of oh, like. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. It. Improves it a bit. Otherwise, it's my. Cr I don't know. This is going to sound crazy, but this seems a little much to me. Whereas the Hangzhou Spark one, which other people might think is a little bit much. Seems fine, but this, for some reason, is just quite heavy in terms of. I think it stands out. I honestly think, like, if we, if we, like, we had that one homestand in Atlanta, and say there were like twenty fans, like wearing this jersey, I, I'd be like, it's identifiable. I'm like, cool, they're wearing the Atlanta jersey. It looks cool. It's distinguishable. I, I actually kind of you know like what it is. It. I figured out. There's no peach emojis, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I do think it does give a kind of it does give kind of like a bowling shirt vibe or like Guy Fieri. Vibe. It does, it really. It does. does. It, it does. It does give that vibe a little bit for bowling sure. Like, but the thing is, is that it, it the the design itself, the way they incorporated the Phoenix, I think is cool, but I don't love it. So I think it's a, like a max bottom of B, top of C. Personally. I could go with that. Yeah, I I put it maybe above Valiant. I would put above Valiant. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, it fits. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. Is somebody, is somebody Photoshop a, one of those bowling ball things on it, like a logo on it. I think it would fit perfectly. <laughs> Just throw the bowling ball 
right on the jersey. <laughs> Amazing. Well, oh where do God. we stand then? I actually kind I of like it. I think above Valiant. Just above yeah, Valiant. I can put it above B, Valiant. Above Valiant. Okay. I, I've, yeah. On C. Surely it's on Oh B. no, it should go it should go but it should go bottom. I aren't do I want nah kind of like a one above Spitfire. almost. Yeah, I I'm almost there too with you. I kind of agree. I would say so. I, I like the Phoenix head coming down. I think that's a really yeah. cool incorporation. I honestly I, I kind of think it should go around there. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'd be, I think I'd that's be fair. okay with that, yeah. We got a pretty even distribution so far here. I like that. Looks good. It's a bell curve. Yeah. Alright. Gladiators. Here's my question for gladiators. What the fuck does this have to do with law? Like, I'm Yo, what is it? Like, what? I don't like, even what know. Is it looks like leaves. Are those seahorses? Yeah, what it is looks that? like fucking seahorses. I don't know. Like I don't know what this is. This is it feels like this is like, this is like a quarter complete. Yeah, it's like a quarter completed Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I don't like know. Someone what, like someone started a Hawaiian shirt and just gave up. Uh, this is a. I like the small little like, LA thing. I thought that's quite a cool. But yeah, this, the LA thing is kind of cool. But this are those leaves? Mess. They look like leaves. Yeah, they just look like. Yeah. Oh, they're like I'm looking. They're like they're like uh they're like some sort of like ornate. They're like or yeah they're the what is it like crenellation like ornaments yeah filigree like yeah, yeah that's chips in YouTube still, chat what, what says is, what it's is, Hispanic floral art. You nerds. Oh. What's that got to do with? Well, uh, Los Angeles, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles has a very has a yeah. Los Angeles yeah. has a very big like Latino community. So. I would just expect them to, to do something with the again so does, very so cool logo. They have a lion like their yeah, jersey the previously fuck? was a giant lion head coming out from one side, uh, like stretching across half the shirt. I thought that was kind of cool. We're just called just uncultured them to use swine. The shield. I just, I mean, I yeah, just... I, I understand that, but like again, they have a lot of cool imagery. Uh, with the line and the shield, maybe they I'm could just... have a shield filled with this kind of design. Yeah, yeah, just a seems... shield with this in it. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, like that would be kind of cool. But like, oh, the pair of org is the guard. They could have, they could have had that guy on it. The guard. They could have had sideshow on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> I like the, I like the usage of the negative space though. I think the putting sure, the like yeah. the filigree to the side, like the usage of the negative space on it, is nice. It, it feels pleasant it? to look at. I think it's nice. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just. I feel like it's just half baked. Uh, it's like I, I someone like started mid, a shirt. Someone started a shirt thing. and just gave up. Is all I, I But it does. It, the thing about this is, it, it does nothing for me. So you can literally place it wherever you wish, and I'll have no reaction. This is. So. This is. It's below a, a, mid. I'd say. <clears throat> this is valiant here to me. No, I think it's a C. You think it's a C? I think it's a C. Honestly, I'm. I think. I think it might. I, I, per, I, yeah, I can, I can live with that. Yeah, I think I can live with that, actually. That, yeah, I think I that's a good position. Wow. I think I can live with that. Wow. Yep. Top of C above the Valiant, below the Spitfire. If they, um, like I said, if they just put this design on a shield or like on <laughs> the lion's head or something like that, I think that would be dude, kind of fucking neat. I mean, There's more to it. You think just, it's worse than this? Show the, show the, show the back of Gladiators again. It's the someone, same. someone said it's the LA tramp stamp. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, the LA tramp stamp. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what a tramp stamp is, Johnny? I know indeed what a tramp stamp is. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good tonight. There we um, go. Maybe it's just because it's purple, but I do think I like it better than Spitfire. Like the actual design. You know, actually, just based on the I kind design. Of agree with that. Just based on the design, I don't know if it's worthy, but because it's purple, but, which is, you know. But honestly, that just makes me want to move to Spitfire down a tier. Uh, 
By the way, BP just fucking DM me and said, bro, this plat chat jersey takes, you guys suck. Charges peak. This guy <laughs> yeah. is dumb as Glory to the Guangzhou Economic and Technological Development yeah, Zone. That's what, that's a, that is literally BP right now, so. Uh, I think it's fun, kind of funny that the charge jersey is literally the mid. It's mid. The, the it's mid very standard. Mid. Everybody knows it. I'm glad we started it's with the charge. It really set the tone. All yeah, right. it did. It set the tone. <laughs> All right. All right, I can live with that. Move on, move on. I can no, live with no, this. No, we I can live with here. This. I need a final decision, guys. No, no, yeah, no. Where it was? See, no, but above back the other C. two. Oh, was the Spitfire thing? No, put Spitfire to C and then put Glad's bottom of B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I can down live with that. that. I'm down with that. Yeah, okay, that sounds good? good to me. All right, yeah. I can live with that. That Great. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Mayhem. This one I quite like. I hate I the blue hair. Like, I hate the I blue do hair. not. I think that's really nice. I think that gives it a nice little trim and they've incorporated the blue Mayhem logo in the little trim. I quite like that a lot. You Again, utilizing the fucking textbook binder that they put in the middle. I, I personally like it. I like the bomb. I think it's cool. They've always had a like kind of a cool logo and obviously Miami Vice colors. Added a few more. They were literal Washington Justice Can, colors. Um, but I think it's quite nice. Can I request Albert an alternate version with the McDonald's colors? <laughs> I, unfortunately, I think yeah, the McDonald's colors, I, I don't know where they're... I, don't, I think they might be buried somewhere, <laughs> but they're put in a vault to be sequestered oh. away. I I mean, I I think it's... I think they... I agree with Jack's point. They've utilized the terrible band, which is nice. They have some cool, they have some cool design work. The colors are good, obviously. Like I'm, I'm feeling pretty decent about it. I don't, I, I personally don't know if I stand up. I'm like a loving it or hating it on a personal level. On a non-personal level, great design, mayhem. Great design, mayhem. <laughs> One of the best the jerseys I've ever seen. Um, but on a personal level, I'm like kind of meh. I would say not having the bomb where your ass is might be a little bit better, <laughs> but like. Uh, that's, that might just be me. I really like the blue up top, like the blue. Yeah, the blue up top little nice. triangles and shit. But having mm. I don't yeah, know why, the but the triangles it just makes me think of like the Killjoy Molly in Valorant. I don't, I don't know why. Oh yeah, because it's bit, pink guess, and yeah. it's like triangles and it's like it's like or you know arcadey neon kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't like the bomb in the but background. But that, that's uh, the you know, the not relevant. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. I like it though. The front very cool. It should it's, be no lower than B. Should be no lower than B. No lower than B. This is, this is high, high, I would say high B for me. Top of B. I would say that's top of B. I like it better than charges, personally. Yep. I do too, actually. I think. Yeah. But I it's not like as good as the more. mountains from Titans, I'd say. I like the charges more, personally. That's just a, that's just a, uh, a subjective it's thing, so I guess. But it yeah, it's just a subjective thing. Just vote it. Vote it. Vote it. Vote it. Vote it. Let's vote it. Let's vote it. What, what, do, I, I'm Mayhem. voting for a charge stain where it's at. There's Mayhem go above. I'll do Mayhem, I guess. That's yeah, two. Johnny. Johnny. Tie it up. Tie Ooh. it up. I'll go Mayhem above. Okay. Okay, there we go. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Toronto Defiant. I just don't know what this is. I like it. I really like it. Simple design, techie kind of shit. What, what I is it? really like it. It's supposed I to like be like abs here. circuits kind of thing. Yeah, what is yeah, is this like an Iron Man cosplay? I just don't I have a it. good feeling. Okay, you're going to have to zoom in, but it gets hella pixelated. There are more small, like, grayish lines and then small Toronto Defiant logos, and it looks like a circuit board up top. It's pixelated as fuck. 
but like in person this jersey probably slaps um i like the circuit body design personally show the back uh maybe other people don't god damn it much. see yeah, i don't i like it I think it is supposed to be circuit boardy, but also I always get the vibe that's supposed to be like very, ur their branding's always been like kind of urban ish, you know? Like whenever they did the, the, the hype videos, there's a lot of them standing, yeah. like going around the city, yeah. like standing on buses and subways. Like I kind of get like a subway line map this is like vibe techie, as well. Techwear tech kind of blends in with that kind of shit, I would say. So I fucking, I really like it personally. I don't like it. <sighs> I, I think the same, I don't vibe with the circuit the... board. And... <laughs> Like yeah, the, the abs, yeah. like the, the 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 line abs is just no, it just. Yeah, I think the line abs, and also I just think if you're gonna go for like, I, I personally, they're branding with the circuity board feel, like it kind of got a mix of like urban like subway line vibe with like circuit boardy, like I think if they've gone full into like kind of like that subway line vibe, yeah. they should just have the whole Toronto there. Metro map on the shirt. On the that would actually be kind of cool. That would actually be kind of cool. But like, I don't even, I like legitimately, I don't, I actually don't even think they have a problem with that. But like, Wait, I, I just, you don't even know what the, the Metro looks like. Well, what do you, whole the map. Metro obviously doesn't look like that. What do you, what, that's the most <laughs> worst designed city in the history of the world. What, it doesn't look like that. Like a big ass loop. They all have loops, like every subway. Yeah, what? They're just gonna put that in there? <laughs> yeah. It's two fucking lines of trains. I'm it's just not like saying. The London you can, Underground. I'm just Dude, saying. What, what's wrong with you? Could do something. How How does Toronto only have two trains? What, no, what? That, that, I don't think that's correct. There's more lines than that. I'm pretty sure there's more lines than that. I think it's the one like you go down another row. There's like yeah. There's look look. look oh, look, this one? one. Yeah. And then 2030. Oh. <laughs> but I don't think, I don't yeah, think that other one, I can't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure there's more than two lines. I'm pretty sure because I've been traveling through the Toronto subway. I could have sworn there's more than two lines. But oh, I can't there's, Toronto, there's Toronto uh, people in the chat who are like, that's right. That's us. That's, that's <laughs> us. That's <laughs> us. That's our well, I, I, but I've only been to the city twice. So to be fair, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm not an expert by any means. All right. But. I, I don't love it. I'm going to say it, I don't love it. I don't love I, it. I, I don't fuck love you it. guys. I like it. I really like that one. You, um, what's Avril's opinion? Uh, show me the full list here, and I want, I want to see what it, what it could be above and below. I think it's kind of like... C? Can you see? Uh, I was going to say A. A. I no, think a not a, person, not a, oh, you no way. What about B? Oh, what about B? Oh my god! I will settle for a high B. High B. It's not getting the high B, bro. Not getting the high B. You guys, not getting the high B. I would do this. No way, you can all suck my cock and balls, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. Biggest turtle doesn't have anything to do with this. Opinions, bro. <laughs> um, I, I, I would do it. Below, if it's in B, I think Spitfire jersey has to be above it. You want a real hot take? Nice. I think it's better nice. than the Glads jersey, personally. But that's just because I think. No, Glads. no, I don't. You guys, you guys are ranked oh, Glads route super high. Toronto jersey is amazing. A plus. Wow. Thank chat you, is, chat. Chat is really want A on this. I don't love it. How the fuck yeah. do you want Sorry. A on this? Jersey it's good. Tech things are fucking cool. Yeah, but this is not a techy circuit boardy i like that person you know the fucking story about you know give a monkey a thing and he'll you know 
at some time write Shakespeare or whatever. You know, this is like give give an eight year old a crayon and at some point they'll end up with a Toronto Red Fire. What? Jersey. He's going to draw perfectly straight lines across the jersey in two separate colors? Bro, I don't fucking think so. This also, is, that this theory. Is like, this you is should like read that... up on that theory, bro. That's never going to fucking happen. This is like you, doing that stylized you, S, but with circuit the paper. lines. No, you're dumb as fuck. Jo no, Johnny. Oh. This, is, this is the dumbest conversation I've ever had. Oh, no, an eight-year-old is not going to do We're that. We're being silly. Woo. No, we're <laughs> being silly. I'm okay with Let's B. Let's move on. Let's I'm move okay on. with B. Oh, my it's God. Locked in. Are we, uh, it's locked in. Avril, I've asked. Whatever. Yeah, I'm fine I mean, with that. Okay. I'm fine. I'll live with it. I'll All live right, with we'll it. live with it. Uh, what's, what's next here? <laughs> Outlaws? I personally think this is like... No. No? What, what are no. these? Do, do we have like... Uh, the, 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 yeah, the, the, actually, the what cells are they? I don't here? know what those are. Like, hypochondria? Did you say the hypochondria? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the hypochondria! Oh my god! Oh. He's killing me. He's killing me, man. Uh, the, the hypochondria is the power out powerhouse of the cell. Uh, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> You're confusing a couple of words. Dude, I don't know oh, what the fuck boy. this side thing is supposed to be. Oh, I guess it's more of that um, uh, Hispanic floral alt, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I don't really care. I don't like it. Because I've actually seen this before. Because no jokes, I was picking out my um, my wet my wedding suit. And actually, like, you can choose, like, the pattern that goes inside the jacket or whatever. And this it's pattern I think it's called is Paisley. actually inside, like, you can Paisley. have it as a choice, yeah. So it's actually quite that's common. A, that's a very common print in the UK, like, pa yeah, it's called Paisley. Paisley, yeah. P-A-I-S-L-E-Y, yeah. It's a, there's, I remember this being very common, people used to wear shirts by the shit all the time. But I quite like the Paisley Dude, pattern. Dude, if Mitch was on here, he'd, he'd like, murder us. <laughs> Like us well, not knowing about like Paisley print. Paisley. So. They do look like little bacteria, though. Yeah, it does. They do. They kind of got that vibe. Yeah, they I, got the vibe. Not a fan. Of, not, not a fan of Paisley. Little I love. Bacteria. I love when my shirt was culture grown in a petri dish. <laughs> I, I, I just don't particularly love it. Personally, I just don't love it. I, I my own vibe. What do What do we think about the green uh, vertical lines here, dividing for the logo? I don't mind it. Uh, dividing it is quite because this is supposed to be the sides, right? So you got the yeah. you got the par uh, paisley on the sides. I almost said parsley, paisley on the sides, and then I got the logo in the middle. Not bad. It's very mid, I would say personally. Yeah. Um. All right. I was about to make a comment. I'm not going to make it. I do What's like back? if 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 yeah. If, if, you know, talking about the talking about the, the the dividing part. I do actually like the green. For dividing, like dividing. The two I mean, the, yeah. the their their colors have always been good. Like yeah. Outlaws colors has always been nice. Outlaws were probably the one that so came bad. out the game with some of the strongest branding alongside New York. Like they came into the game very very strong. Yeah, the branding. I don't think there's so, a, there's no uh, the back. I could um. No. Well, we can probably assume it's probably the same. Oh yeah, I mean, I can, I can, around, right? I can. I can. I can just go to the official website because they actually have it. Oh. Go. oh, there you go. Yeah, so it wraps around with the paisley, and then it's got the fucking. It looks alright. I think it looks yeah. quite good, actually. Oh, Neko's I... on this team? How long has Neko been on this team? Well, he's been, he's an assistant coach, right? Yeah. Coach, right? Yeah. Assistant coach. When was yeah. that? When was that announced? A while ago. Did I, I miss that? I think you did. <clears throat> wow. He might become a player crazy. later. Who knows? We'll see. The Hangzhou arc again. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he got announced a while ago for Outlaws. 
I will actually say I like it. I think I feel like they put effort into it. I feel like it kind of yeah, works. Yeah. They got a good color scheme. Almost I like, don't like I'd say it. above Mayhem, probably. I think that's wrong. I don't like it. I, I I can't even pinpoint why I don't like it. I just don't. Also, like we are we gotta, we gotta, we gotta say it's above Mayhem at all. I would put it way further <clears> down than Mayhem. I oh, would really? probably put it between Charge and Paris. Sure. I would say that yes to that because I don't like Paris as well. Also, we got too many too many jerseys in B. No, uh, no, really mid. Also, I'm 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 hesitating on the Vancouver A tier. No, keep it. But it's right. cool. Right. Franklin jersey's cool. I'll leave it. I'll Frankly leave it. Jersey's sick. All right. Okay. Washington Justice. I like it. This is actually one of the more unique designs because it's like it's got a good flow. I it's also flow, like yeah. the the band extends around into the shoulders, so it's it it's not just like this random band. I feel like they've they've better incorporated the band on the shirt. <clears throat> so I like it. This is this the, is this is at least the entire a for thing me, is like their logo. So like yeah. The, yeah. The, the these lines are part of like the inner logo, the shield going down. I like that. It's good. At and least what do the eight. six stars represent well, exactly. Six. I thought six stars were supposed to represent championships. Yeah, but yeah, they're... they've won all six Overwatch League seasons. I think that's yeah. I still think it's a unique <laughs> jersey. Cool design represents their brand well. Yes, I I really like it. It's it's cool. Again, they utilize the band quite well with the red going up to the collar. I think that's cool. Separating the dark Show the back? from the light colors. I don't, I don't have the back. I guess it's uh, on the oh. website somewhere. I, I I like it. I I think this is actually this actually might go an A for me honestly. Uh, I like it. I think it's extremely well designed. It's just oh god, it just is so America. It's so America pilled that. But it's supposed to be. I know. I know it's supposed to be. So America pilled. I know it's supposed to be, but it's just. It's just the back, not great. Yeah, I. I don't know. It's just okay. It's just okay. I think that's fine. I think having a plainer back or a little little. uh, It's it's got a gradient on it. I I mean, it it feels. You know what? This feels like the most football jersey out of all of them. Yes. Really? Yeah. Feels the most football jersey to me. Yeah. The way the way this gradient works, the blue, the red lines, the black, this feels like a fucking Spider-Man dress up Halloween party jersey. That's cool. No? A That's budget cool, Spider-Man t-shirt. Costume. Oh, this is no, this yeah. is the this is the Captain American cosplay. The Toronto Fine had the Iron Man cosplay. You know, we're we're doing Marvel. <clears throat> what do we think, guys? I think A. I actually think A too. But that no, actually, hey, I don't love it. But it, it is well designed. Oof, so. it's well designed. Ah, A feels powerful. Putting Washington above Mayhem Outlaws, it's it's good. That's tough. Listen, it's our own rankings. Yeah, our own rankings. We can do yeah. whatever we want. You can put you can put Mayhem in A. Yeah, you could. I I, probably, I I'm okay <laughs> to keep. Ju- Justice is aesthetically pleasing for me to look at, even if I don't like it. So I'm this. willing to give it an A. If we put Mayhem in A, it allows Charge to, to maintain mid. <laughs> sure. Why True not? neutral. Charge Why not? We've elevated Mayhem. To, to the light of Jaws, we've elevated Mayhem to A tier. He wasn't even paying attention, but that's fine. I mean, sure. But you still put fucking Toronto in B, so didn't ask. 
All right, I'll get cast on next I'm week. hard on the <laughs> <laughs> No, please. No, please, Johnny. Um, all right. May so Mayhem, the only problem I had with Mayhem was the bomb was on that fucking ass of the jersey. That was Well, maybe they have a bomb ass ass. Yeah. Maybe maybe they got, got, if you got a bomb ass, then you know what jersey to fucking yeah. get. You know what I'm saying? Dragons. I actually don't like mind the dragons. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. Don't, don't mind, mind it at all. It at all. It feels, it's just kind of nice, Clean. It's, but it doesn't it's, have, it's like, I don't think it's impressive in any way though. I don't find it impressive yeah. in any way. It's, it's, it's bland, but kind of stylized to the point where it's pleasing. You know, it's aesthetically pleasing despite being quite basic, but. We're entering huge uh, double standard terry, uh, uh, territory we? soon, where we're about to like our, our, our initial like thoughts and disagreements they blend up with what we like from the uh from the past one i actually no i, I, I think the pattern's so, nice though yeah i, 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 I it, like it's it. clean my opinion is going to be that i think that since the inception of the league in 2018 shanghai dragons has kind of gotten away with just having like red and black and that's perfectly fine because it goes well for them this is their brand. They don't need to do any fancy pattern. They don't need to add anything over the top. Like this is Shanghai Dragons to me. I think the fans love wearing these colors, these jerseys, and that they don't have to do anything. Like they don't have to push the, the upper limits of jersey design because they already have like, it's clean. You know what's funny about Shanghai is they've completely abandoned the yellow and the color scheme. They're like, you know what? It's just, it's just red and black now. I mean... Red and black's nice. Yeah, I think this should yellow. be. All, I think this should be yellow. B. I don't think it should be A. I think it should be B. I think it should be top of B. Well, I think it's clean. I would say, yeah, it's clean, but there's nothing like super super. There's nothing stand out. It's like, like if we like, oh, can't put charge into A, this yeah. shouldn't go into A. Is my opinion. I, I think I, this is better than charge. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I think it's very I, similar I to charge pattern to over the financial district. Yeah, sure, I, but it's still like I think the back of the Charger jersey plus like the color scheme. Like I just think it's just so minimal. It's just so minimal that like it's and it's not executed in a way where I think I can put it. If you're super minimal and you don't have anything super stand out about it, okay. I don't think it should go into put, an A. Put it, put it one behind charge, and I I think Connor's I'm okay to put it above charge. Even I'm okay. I'm okay to put it above charge in the B. I just don't I think, think it should go above I think B. Right next to charge, either above or below. It's right next to charge. All right. I, I actually changed my mind. I prefer the Charge jersey over the Shanghai. And the reason okay, is because this one actually says Guangzhou Charge, whereas this one just says Dragons. So if you wear this out and someone just like, you're wearing a jersey that just says Dragons, like, what the fuck? Whereas with the Guangzhou Charge jersey, you're like, oh, it it's represents the Guangzhou Charge the Economic Guangzhou. and Development Zone. Yes. And, mm -hmm. the, and the, the financial district. Or the you know what it is about the Charge? The, the part that really redeems this jersey is the back of the Charge. And that's why... I think this is above. You Shanghai. think this redeems the jersey? Yeah, it doesn't it redeem cool. the jersey. It looks, it looks cool, cool, but I wouldn't say it redeems it. Well, I, without that, I I would think the charge jersey is way more boring. But this with is very that, bland. I think it's, but it'd be more bland but, but if it didn't have that. No, where is there no district on the back? Come on, it's the highlight of the jersey. All right, dragons below charge. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. All right, we got two more jerseys, and then we're gone. They're uh, done. Stay, stay with it. We got three, actually. I forgot, I forgot to add Boston, maybe. I don't know. Shock is cool. Shock is I a like, cool jersey. I really like this. Really, I, like, I like it. I like it. This is... Uh, I would... This is a minimum A, but I, I wanna, I'd push this into S, personally. I'd be willing to give it an S just because it feels different. Yep. It feels different. I'm willing to give it an S. It's, yep. it's, it's fucking cool. 
it's, it's, cool. it's sick. It's, 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 it's really cool. cool. I think this is maybe I'd, the best one. I'd, I'd, I'd wear a jersey really cool like jerseys. this. I would wear this jersey, 100%. I think it's better than a York. I think it's, it's top of S. Sure. I think it's top of S. Yeah, why not? I agree. Sure. Yeah. I can do that. Love the shock. Bang a jersey. Indeed. Boston. Uh, some people are writing F in the YouTube chat, but they're probably just shock <laughs> haters. All right. I mean, this, this, again, it's all subjective. It's all yeah. subjective, so... <clears throat> And here we go. From Pre's announcement Boston. that they're fading, they're fading the yellow onto okay. the, the wavy Boston Uprising pattern that says Uprising in the little pattern. A bit, a, a small hint of Soul Dynasty in this jersey, but only, only the partial pattern. Yeah, I would say it's a small hint. I would say this is definitely better than Zomals. However, it's so insanely minimal. And also, they've completely removed the yellow at all. There's no yellow at all no yellow from at the all. Boston colors, which I don't necessarily mind per se, but I think it's just like, I don't know. I, I think overall for me, this is just so insanely minimal Johnny. that it's, and it doesn't have any like elements that I love necessarily about it that like I would put it like B. Go, go into Discord and bring up the, uh, the, the picture I linked for comparison. I quite like it. Personally. Oh, wait. Charlie wait. Brown. Wait a second. Uh, Charlie Brown look at ass jersey. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Okay. I mean, All right. yeah, kind of. Okay. It's, just, it's, just so, it's just so minimal and like there's nothing going on for it for me that I really like. I like so. the arms, personally. I like the arms, the arrows going up the arms. I think it's pretty yeah, cool. That pattern of the I don't. Arms back. Cool. I don't. I, okay, all right. I've asked him a bit of a downer here. I kind of the shoulders are nice. Ooh, I feel like I kind oh, of like it more exactly than Quang Cho, to be honest. I don't. Oh, think this so. is better. No than way. No way. I don't <laughs> think so. No, I don't think it is. The financial district gets rolled by the uh, upwards arrows. So Listen, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna fight. Other than that, I don't think it should go go B. I don't think it should go above B. I, I think okay. wherever you put it in B is fine. I've I've ridden my hands of it because I just don't care that much. So like you know whatever. Like I think put it's, it wherever I think it's, B. Yeah, I, the redeeming I quality of the shirt is a shoulder pet pattern. If it wasn't for that, this would be awfully mid. Also, Boston Uprising can afford to be minimalist because they got a good shade of blue and they got a good shade of white for this jersey. Like <laughs> a good shade look, of white. If you white. look, I'm just imagining. Okay, we're watching the Overwatch League and they got yeah. the the webcams that come up, the five webcams of the players, you know, and they're all in this jersey. That looks good. It's a good it's jersey, cool. yeah. yeah. I like it more than, so. the, the, than this charge one. Yeah. Because first of all, I, like we've always said, this entire segment, they've hidden sort of like the divider with just yep. having white and the text is in blue. So whereas the charge, it's just like you've got this streak of navy just in the middle of it. You know what? I, I think because the Boston jersey hides the band well, I'm, I'm willing to agree with you. Agreed, yes. The fact that it hides the band, it's a better flow. It flows better. That's fine. I'll, I'll live with it. As long as it's in B, I don't really care. I just don't think it deserves to go above B. B's, B's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that is it for the 19 jerseys. We're missing, we're missing Chengdu, of course. So, the final verdict. San Francisco Shock at first. In S with New York. And Soul Infernal. Soul Infernal. Uh, really charitable to be top of S here, I feel like, with the, with the Blossoms. And the, the fact that the Divider blocked the Blossoms. A tier. Hangzhou Spark, Vancouver Titans, Washington Justice, Florida Mayhem, B tier, Boston, Guangzhou, Shanghai, Houston, Vegas, Atlanta, Los Angeles Gladiators, 
Toronto Spitfire and Toronto Defiant. C tier, Los Angeles Valiant, Dallas Fuel, and F tier alone is Soul Dynasty. Where did we fuck up? What, we what, haven't. There has what, to be what, at least what, one I, fuck up I, in here. I know, I, know, I know Jack has an opinion on the fuck up, but... Uh, oh, I mean, Toronto uh, Defiant is a fuck up, but the rest of the list I'm really happy with. What is it? I... I personally think Glad's is C, but that's just my opinion. Glad's being C. It's just it's my opinion. So you'd move up London Spitfire a little bit, you move up Toronto Defiant a little bit. Uh, chat, Toronto got scammed. Rain A. Titans is S tier. I don't know about that. Houston too high. Houston's maybe too high. I feel like overall it's a pretty good list here. And it seems like you guys are pretty satisfied with it and ready to go have lunch or something. So, I mean, I'm yeah, I mean, honestly, I just don't care that much. So, because they're jerseys. <laughs> all right. I'm quite hungry, though. I'm you just say trying that, to finish this segment of ass so we can finish the podcast. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait for this tier list to be on Reddit so we can get, we can see what the people think. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to hate it regardless. <laughs> yeah, like Connor said, everything's subjective. So, there we go. Post it. Post it on your, uh, post it on your favorite Reddit forum. Great. Quick, farm the karma. Uh, 2023 Overwatch League jersey tier list. Missing Chengdu, of course. There we have it. All right. Well, that makes it. We only have one more segment, of course, to discuss here on the podcast. And it's Brent's Prayer of the Week. And I have a candidate. Unless you okay. guys... Unless you guys can think of something I else. Was, I've got one, but... Well, I want to hear the candidate. Um... I think it was a nice little thread. I think most of us saw it with KSF. Uh, becoming a moving on from the Overwatch League and becoming a software engineer, he told his story oh, on how he yeah. moved on from the league. So, you know, KSF seems to be doing good, advancing his life, finding some kind of um, uh, career outside of the Overwatch League because mm -hmm. you know it can be pretty tough to you know be part of the Overwatch League and then like to just hard quit gaming and pursue a job outside of esports. It can be tough for some people, but KSF he found something that works for him. He pursued it. And uh, now has a job as a software engineer. So this was a great story cool. for uh, KSF. Just, but just for the sake of comparison, bring up the Gushui tweet. Yeah, I was going to say Gushui. Gushui tweet. <laughs> yeah, did I, I miss out on something? As well. Yep, you did. Oh, you, you missed out on something. You Wait, out. what is his Twitter? Also... Gushui what? Gushui. I think it's number. just Gushui, yeah. Really? Why does it not show up? Gushui 5. Gushui. Gushui 5. Oh, it's Gushui 5. There you go. The fifth Gushui. This one? Yes. Yes. That's the one. There he is. Gushui. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Yep. Holy shit, this set. What the? Yeah, it's crazy. That's a crazy looking set. They're two very opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to Friends Player of the Week. Indeed. I, I, I will say ASF this was not on my social media radar. So, uh, uh, why not? Uh, because me and Gusho we don't share time zones. This was posted at 2.03 a.m. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. That, didn't stop, uh, that didn't stop Dante. True. True. <laughs> so true. So real. <laughs> you up? Anyway. Um, so what Ooh. do we think? Between Gusho and KSF. What do we got? Avril Jaws seems to be leading Gushui. I mean, Finboys always win for me. Yeah. It's not a rule of plat chat, but in this case, we could give it to Gushui. 
Fanboy equal win. Sorry, KSF. Brent's player of the week, it's Gushway. And that's it. <laughs> Flat chat episode, I don't know what the fuck it is. 165, something like that. Good talk. Yep, yep. Anyway, we're on out with some nice jersey talk. And there you go. Brent's player of the week. Um, YouTube chat really enjoyed it. So it's like we've got the right choice in. Um, next week, I'm not going to be around at home. So we won't be able to record an episode. But we will probably, hopefully, have a pre-recorded episode at your disposal. So we won't miss a week. Uh, despite me being gone. So, uh, but thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. And, uh, <laughs> I've asked, you look so miserable. Anyway, see you guys <laughs> next week for another episode of that. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.